With all his bags packed and everything in order, Georg is ready to head off to Pernices. But before he leaves the area, he decides to check up on the temple and potential cult, only to find a family of bears has taken up residence in the building. Perplexed by their presence, he nonetheless quickly takes care of the pests. Next, Georg goes to check on Lady Dysek, stopping only at Lance and informing him of the free bear hides waiting in the temple. After making sure everything is going well with the pregnancy and that the lady is neither possessed nor raving mad, he takes his leave. He reaches Thornwood that evening and hears that Count Vicious has raised all his banners and is marching on Anvil where Carrick has taken control. Troubled, Georg decides to find Baron's song in the keep and consult with him. He relays the news, but the nobles don't seem overly concerned. So he takes his leave after talking with Ark Ramdall about communicating while Georg was travelling. The next day he travels to Shirebrook, where he catches a boat, a little disappointed that Sheriff Bellows doesn't show himself. The overseas journey goes without trouble, and he soon finds himself in Pernices. He immediately starts his investigation despite the late hour. He makes sure everyone knows he's looking for Nancy's song, but learns nothing, so calls it a night. Next day he tries again, this time using magic, and manages to track down an amulet that was in Nancy's possession. Though the amulet was now in the hands of a dwarven jeweller, who says a poor fisherwoman, matching Nancy's description, sold it to him. That evening, Georg procures a soul and uses it the next morning to cast past life on the newly acquired amulet. In the vision, he sees Nancy's song dying of starvation in the gutter, while her young child stands over her, watching. And he also notes a small town square with a wyvern fountain in it. With his new information, he goes to Bubba's Bar and Grill, where he learns that the fountain is in Pernices, in one of the worst parts of town. He also learns there may be a red-headed wizard called Marshall, who visits town occasionally. So Georg heads to the ship district, and after questioning some street urchins, he learns of a girl called Heather, who hangs out at a temple cemetery just outside of town. He questions the girl and decides it may be best to return the next day in order to properly examine the bodies. So in the darkest hours before dawn, Georg stalks to the graveyard and starts digging. He exhumes the first body and confirms it is that of Nancy's song. Before he can start on the second grave, he sees torches approaching from town, so he wisely uses Leoman's tiny hut to hide his activities. 
The mob arrives before Georg can finish his grisly work, and he notices the red-haired wizard with them, but continues digging. He casts past life on the bones in the second coffin, and has a vision of a bed-ridden man obviously suffering from disease in the company of Nancy Song. His job done, Gale casts fly and blasts off into the darkness of the night. He goes to track down Heather and convinces her she is a princess and to return to Misty Rapids with him. They manage to book passage on a ship and leave Pernices behind them with no trouble. They safely reach Misty Rapids and Georg introduces Heather to Baron Song and informs him of his mother's death. Georg also postulates to the Baron that Heather may be his sister. The Baron does not take the news of his mother's death well, so Georg gives him time to process it. Will Heather live a long and full life? What has happened in the barony during Georg's absence? What is going on in the temple? Let's find out on Dicing with Death. Why, hello everybody and welcome to Dicing with Death. Ryan, how are you doing this fine Thursday afternoon? Doing well, doing well. Long time no see. No it has been chat. a long time. Good, good to be back. Yeah. What's been going on in your world in the last two to three weeks? I I don't know. The usual working, a little bit of traveling. Where'd yeah. you travel? Uh, nowhere far. Portland, Seattle. Hang out with Cheekers? Yeah. Yep, nice. yep, yep. You know, Lauren and I were talking about heading up to Portland. We got... Her brother lives up there, and one of our other friends oh, from San that. Francisco moves, moved up there recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hit, hit Julian up. He's got a house. and I know. I'm his... so impressed. <laughs> I know, right? What have, what, have, what have we been doing with our lives? Seriously. Nah, I don't know. Watching him deal with the stress of homeownership, I'm actually not particularly jealous. No, I'm so jealous right now, man. I... You, are, you want to be dealing with expensive plumbing bills and... <laughs> I, I would want. I am so ready to have my own house. I am. Like, I, worth, I mean, not financially ready, but yeah. Is it worth two thousand dollars in in plumbing repairs to get rid of your mom? You know, get rid of all the parents, all the all the deal like renting. I want to be able to like, yeah. you know what? This is my front yard. I want to tear it up and put in a planter box here. I want to, mm -hmm. you know, tear down this wall and put in this building here. Like I. I am so ready to be done with renting and living with family members. You're going to break your house. You are not ready. <laughs> I want to tear down my walls. Unlicensed structural alterations. That's only a problem if you get caught or if it breaks. <laughs> Which are big problems. Well, Those are big problems. Collapsing your house down on top of you is a big problem. Well, yeah. All right. Any? Have you already fulfilled all of chat's burning questions over the course of your stream earlier today? Not a single one. No, is that, it didn't is that, come up. No one asked. No one cared. No one cares. But that's okay. fine. We're here for Dicing with Death. We can talk about Burning Man 2016 another time on another stream. 
So people that are watching this in like five years on the archives are like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> I, I feel like that's the pretty typical response to what's going on here. Yeah, well, <laughs> I guess that wouldn't be too different than just running the normal show. Yeah. Um, so let's talk Dicing with Death. Uh, yes indeed as the recap just stated you are in misty rapids you have returned from your journey on far you have brought heather with you introduced her to baron song who kind of in a fury stormed off probably more furious about the death of his mother than about the acquisition of a younger sister yeah um and that was late at night on the 16th of july so if there's nothing further you'd like to do that evening, why don't we just start when you wake up on the 17th of July? Let's do it. Um, I guess I'll share the character spreadsheet with chat now. Let's see if that link works. A big shout out to Eben. Um, he's, is he a mod in chat? No, he's a viewer. A viewer, a, a, yes, a pillar of the Koibu chat community. You really, I mean, you you, yeah. you may be joking, but he's one of those people who steps up and helps out with things and contributes to the discussion. He is a pillar of the Regal Goblins community right now. Yeah, so we we're we haven't fired. I, yeah, we haven't used this character sheet spreadsheet yet, but it looks like it will be quite helpful in helping me manage my inventory and my spells, and my notes and things. So we'll see. And it's also publicly available, so you can. Do you have a link for people? I think I sent it in chat, didn't I? Oh, yes, you did. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Take a look. And we'll, we'll see. I don't know. We'll put it on the Reddit at some point. And... <laughs> Accounting, but... deposits, withdrawals. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Super boring, but at least, yeah. We should have thought of this 96 episodes ago, but now you can follow along with character sheets. That's... That's pretty cool. All right. Uh, so you wake up on the Sunday morning. It is warm, uncomfortably warm, also humid. It's raining outside. It's a light rain, but in the far distance, you can see the occasional flashes of thunder, and you can hear the gentle rolling. I'm sorry, flashes of lightning and the gentle rolling of thunder coming so this in. This storm rolled in last night. Yeah. Um,. But it seems to be pretty far off. The soundtrack is not doing it quite justice. It's just lightly raining in your area, and the thunder and lightning Um, is all pretty far away. Why don't we... I was thinking a little bit about my morning routine and, like, doing maths on spellcasting memorization. So I think I can get away with with, uh, deep pockets and a uh, conceal alignment every morning. Hmm. So that will be... So that's... 50 minutes of memorization. Wait, those are uh, second. Those are both second level spells. So 40 minutes of spell memorization and 11 minutes of spell casting brings me into 51 minutes, which is under the hour that you have house ruled for still being rested. So every morning I wake up, I memorize deep pockets and conceal alignment. I cast conceal alignment upon the amulet, deep pockets on my robes, unless I'm trying to conserve golden needles for whatever reason. And, right. and I re-memorize all of my spells for the day. So I can get full spell slots and still have those enchantments off. And 
All right. So I so after that little, and then there's probably another hour or so. I don't know exactly the difference between the spells that I have memorized now and the spells that I had memorized when I walked in. But so there's a few hours of some quiet Georg time in my room, alone in my studies and my thoughts. Uh, I'm, I just, I'm not disturbed, I assume. There's no, no drama. Uh, do you generally do all of this? Um, do you wake up early to do this and then come have breakfast with everyone? Or do you wake up, have breakfast, come back and do all this? Um, I think I do all this before even emerging from my room. I guess what I'm trying to figure out is do you, do you eat with everyone? Or are you the mysterious wizard who keeps in his room yeah, I and think, feels alone? I mean... I don't know. I think the usual. Yeah, I think I don't. I think I usually am very late. I don't think I. Yeah, I think I miss breakfast. Okay. I feel like we've role played that a few times, where like I come downstairs and like everyone is basically finished and they're just sort of hanging around the great hall. Or yeah, I, I just wanted to. I, I think I probably often wake up. Eh, I usually declare when I wake up early, but on a day like today, I don't. I sleep in. Whenever I wake up, I do my stuff in my room, and I probably wander downstairs at like close to noon find some scraps that are still laying around the great hall or in the kitchen mm-hmm. and I guess see what's going on around the keep see if there's any news if anything crazy happened in my absence I assume I would have been informed last night if um, there was many major news but uh, well give me a perception check first sure let's get these dice warm after a long long holiday perception is 12 oh critical Nice. Uh, you quickly spot a gold ring around the left index finger of Baron Song. Left index I'm finger. I'm sorry, left ring finger. Left ring finger, okay. Mm. Are we in the great hall? Is this like lunchtime? Uh, no, this would be breakfast time. Okay. I will... I'll ask about it. Like, uh... I suppose congratulations are in order, my lord. Hmm? I like give a nod or a gesture to the to the ring. Mm, yes, yes. Ring I, right, he's got what magic rings did I give him? Well, he he had that ring of levitation that I identified, and I don't know if he wear. Does he usually wear that, or does he? Yes, keep he it? does. Yeah. And then wasn't there another ring, or am I blank? Uh, was there was the wasn't levitation. It was um. Telekinesis. Okay, sure. Yeah, but same, same. Mm-hmm. And that was that was his only magic ring, right? I didn't. Correct. Okay, I gave him like he's got like some magic shields and stuff in the treasury, but right, right. But that's the only ring. Cool. Not that you need a lot of magic rings. You well, you can only have two, right? Right. Okay. Does so? I nod nod at the new gold ring on his left hand i assume the mad the telekinesis ring is on his right mm-hmm. yep uh he nods and actually around this time you see lady dissect with her distended belly walking around a corner towards you guys oh she is here so i called on her maybe that must have been a week ago and she was yeah. at her manor yeah you were you left misty rapids two weeks ago uh, okay. two and a half weeks ago actually so it's okay. been a while Uh, 
Anyway, yeah. she walks around the corner, comes and wraps an arm lovingly around Baron Song, who doesn't really seem to react in any way to it. Did uh, um, I... Was she, there a... Was there a ceremony? She coos. Yes, yes, it was a lovely ceremony. A little bit small, but I just... I just couldn't wait anymore. And she looks up at him and kind of blinks her eyes at her, bats her eyes at him. You know, it's it wasn't done quite as proper as it should. The the countess wasn't here, and, but there were there were so many things going in the way that those those treacherous steam houses, their daughter says with a little bit of disdain in her voice uh, caused all sorts of problems with our plans so we we figured my honey and I that we should just make it done now and not to wait any longer I admire your pragmatism and I'm sorry to have missed it but... um, is Heather at the table or here she is where... not okay do I know where she went? Where, like, is Haynes was gonna take her to a yeah. room last night? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, Song has married Lady Dysack, which means she'll probably be dying pretty soon. I guess she's got to birth the the heir first, but birth the beast. The, yeah, whatever monsters growing inside of her belly. Can I what, can I clairvoyance inside of her belly with that? That'd be effective. Uh, you could, but no be light. Dark. There's be no dark. light down there. In there. Yeah. So what is on? Am I working on any spells at the moment? I don't have any on my list. Okay. I would probably rather do some research, though. That's expensive. So I, I want some defensive spell. I want a shield and an armor. So I think I would probably endeavor to start researching those. That's okay. What is it? It's, is it 100 to 1,000 per spell level? Do you remember how, how spell research works? Well, let me open my handy dandy book on spell research. And then... If I'm going to be here for a while, I do have some experiments with the amulet that I've been meaning to do, but I would first need some, well, some poor souls to, <laughs> to experiment on. Need to refill the dungeon. So I think that, oh, and then there's, and then I'll get back to my, my water clock design, temple revamp, may invest some time in the cult. So there's, there's things to do around town. I think, uh, I, I know you always throw wrenches in the works, but Georg's probably planning on chilling in Misty Rapids for some time. Uh, and we have determined that you do have a large enough library to conduct magical research, correct? Yeah, I think they say 100 books. I've got like 170 or something like that. I, yeah. Let's see. Shield so, library plus 
Bruce's library plus a few odds and ends I've accumulated. Okay, it is uh, 100 to 1,000 GP per spell level, above and beyond the normal maintenance cost for a laboratory. We don't do laboratory maintenance costs yet. Is there maintenance? I thought there was just uh, an investment fee. Um, I don't think there's maintenance. I think there's. I think the maintenance is the research costs. Yeah, but it does say above and beyond the normal maintenance. But that might just be. That's probably lifestyle expenses, and then yeah. I assume like the cost, the, the cost of spell research probably includes importing books or whatnot. Yeah, I'm not too worried about that. Well, we may get there one day if it, if it ever comes to it. Okay. Um, so 100 to 1,000 GP per level. And what spells do you want to research? Uh, shield, I want, I'll That's start first with. first level spell, right? Yeah, so are you gonna roll a d10 times 100? Is that how? Yeah. Okay, well, I don't have, my funds right now are 300-ish. Oh, yeah, more or less. Um, okay, hold on, here we go. Looking yeah. at the research library. Um, it's like a certain number of books per spell level, and I'm way above what I would need for my current level. And I'm sure by the time I have higher level spells, I'll have more books. Let's see. Research laboratories library. Da, 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 da. Unless they go to... Let's see. Single most important tool in a wizard's li laboratory is his library. Every wizard has a library, even if it consists of nothing more than a spell book and a handful of old texts and journals. Unless they go to extraordinary lengths to unearth, purchase, copy, or steal these books, their advancement in arcane arts comes to a dead halt. Blah, blah, blah. Library expense, the total investment the character makes in acquiring books, references, and other research materials. Initial library expense is simply the cost of the character's library or laboratory. So if a wizard builds his research laboratory and then spends 2,000 GP on his existing library, he can research second level spells. And then there's the number of potions and the number of items that you can get. Based off the number of books you have or the number of gold invested? Uh, the library size. So yes. your library expense, your library size is broken down into 2,000, 4,000, 6,000, 10, 15, 20, 30, and 50,000 GP. Doesn't, it doesn't have it by number of books or something? What was I... It doesn't do by number of books. What book are you you're looking at, the DMG? I'm looking at the Spells and Magic, page 65. Okay. Um, I would say your research library well, is well over 2,000 GP in cost. Yeah. I mean, um, I, I, bas I basically skipped out on the cost by stealing Lady Redshield's library and laboratory right. and adding it to the small collection I already had and the <clears throat> blacksmith, the, the smithy at Misty Rapids. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, so I've, yeah, I'm, I had some, came to similar conclusions. Um, if I need if I need to research fifth level spells, we may need to go back and recalculate. But I, but for now, I should have more than enough. Yeah, uh, I don't think there's any maintenance costs associated with any of these things. Um, let's see, Lady Red Shield. So I would say your library right now is worth five thousand GP. Cool. I'll go ahead and jot that down somewhere. That allows you to research third level spells. Um, 
up to four potion formulas and three item formulas. Um, and then the more money you invest in your library, the greater spells, potions, and items that you can make. Maxing out at 50,000 GP, where you can research ninth level spells and any number of items or potions. Okay. Uh, something else that you is might... There some, is the library laboratory all mixed together? Um, the laboratory yeah. is an amalgamation of a library and... So, so that 5,000 GP is for both, correct? No, that 5,000 GP is just for the library itself. Okay. Does the cost of the laboratory change anything, or do you just need one? I think you just need one. Okay. Um, yeah, so a laboratory has an alchemical, a forge, and a research library attached. Okay, I don't really have the alchemical... Well, I have all the glassware. I haven't... I don't know if I've exactly set it up. Oh, I remember... I was also thinking of expanding the Misty Rapids um, smithery, like excavating a basement and things. So I may also start some construction, right. make, make myself my own dungeon here. Although I'm also considering as soon as I hit level nine, getting my own tower somewhere else. Then moving everything over there. Okay, so uh, let's figure out the time it costs to research these things. In addition to the cost, there is that time component. Spell research. Um, Base time of research is two weeks per spell level. And base chance of success is 10% plus 1% per point of relevant ability score, plus 1% per experience level, minus two times the spell level. For example, a seventh level wizard with an intelligence of 17, researching a third level spell has 10, plus 17 for intelligence, plus seven for experience, minus 6% for third level spell for a total of 28% chance to learn a level, a spell. That sucks. Character Do you have to level. spend the money regardless? At the end of each additional week, he may attempt the check okay. again with another test plus 10% cumulative bonus. So if you invest 100 weeks or 10 weeks, yeah. what's, the, what's the base time? Two weeks per spell level. So if you invest 12 weeks, you got a 100% chance? Yeah. Something like that? Okay. However, if the character ever rolls a result of 99 or 100 on his success, the DM may rule the spell proves unworkable and must be abandoned. Mm -hmm. That's fine. That all sounds good to me. Okay. I'm starting to research defensive spells, uh, starting with shield. Okay. Um, Don't want to get caught in a wizard duel without it. So, shield is going to cost you d10 times 100 gold. God. Um, you're probably going to need to make some money then. Um, there's a 70% chance I will. Or just launder more from the Misty Rapids fund. Mm -hmm. You know, actually, I'm going to reduce these costs because I don't give out the same amount of gold that the second edition books tend to give out. They just throw well, I, money I mean, at players. 
So one thing I was thinking to argue is that I should be able to add this to the cost, at least some portion of this to the value of the library. Like if I'm, if I'm spending a thousand gold to get research materials to learn the spell, it seems like those are, those materials are being, are put, are being added to the library. I, I would I mean, say some of it is bribery and or whatever, or like yeah. paying, bring them to you. But at and least some, some of them will be of consumed, but I definitely think that like 25% of your expenses should go to the value of your library. Okay. Does that sound fair? Um, I was thinking higher, more like 50, but I, I don't know that I'll, I'll, I'll take, yeah. Uh, why don't we compromise at 33%? <laughs> sure. All right. And then I don't know if you, I mean, you could also just make it, we could make it on, but we could just make it a hundred GP for spell level. Or do you like the idea of rolling? No, I like the idea of a hundred GP for spell level. The hundred to a thousand. I think that it doesn't say roll. It says a hundred to a thousand. And I think yeah. that's campaign specific. And if we're in a campaign world where PCs aren't reigning in gold, which I certainly aren't, which I certainly yeah. isn't. Yeah. I amped. What's the, I am not, I amped, I amped. Drowning in gold. <laughs> Grammar. English. I I ain't got no gold. Okay, so 100 GP sounds sounds reasonable. 33 of which gets added to the value of the library, which I guess is a pittance, but... Um, yeah. All right, so it's going to cost you 100 gold for this sucker. Mm -hmm. Should I subtract that now, or... Uh, please do subtract it now, just for ease of management. Okay, so now the question, do I continue to record things on my character sheet or do I just trust the spreadsheet with all of my wealth? That is your call to make. How does, let's see. Withdrawals, deposits, so I withdraw 100 GP. And okay, nice. Right now I'm triple recording. <laughs> triple recording? Well, because I've got noted on my. On the inventory sheet, how much gold is in the wizard locked chest? I've got in my accounting sheet how much total gold I have, and then I've got my character sheet. Whatever. Okay. And then that will increase the cost of my library to 5,033 gold. Nice. I think there was a spell that I researched earlier the water breathing. Whatever. We'll just say that brought you to your 5,000 mark. Whatever. Okay. So I get started doing that. Um, that will take you two weeks. Okay, and is that that's probably is that eight hour days or? Yeah, that's like dedicated focus. That's that's your week. Okay. Okay. And you're learning shield. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, during this first day, this Sunday the seventeenth, um, you're working in your library camp. Kind of going over all these different books, trying to find something that will unlock the powers of the shield spell for you when mm -hmm. there is a, a gentle knock at your door. <clears throat> uh, 
Yes. I guess I stand up and walk over to the door and open it if there's not a reply before I get to it. Behind the door is Kel Crystal Keystone. He's dressed in a light, uh, or I'm sorry, a heavy wool traveling cloak uh, with all of her weapons and armor on her. Mm-hmm. She looks around inside and motions with her eyes to ask if she can step in. I give a nod and like sort of step aside and shut the door behind her. I, yeah, I think this room is kind of cramped, especially, I think it's basically, yeah, it was a small bedroom to begin with and I've turned it into a library as well. So it's, yeah, basically a small closet full of books, like a small futon that I sleep on in the corner. Mark, Carl, I am, I don't know if you've heard, but I am moving to Cauldron with the Lady Steamhouse. I hadn't heard this, it's quite a shock. Racking my brain for Lady Steamhouse. I thought she was dead. That wasn't Steamhouse, Red Shield, Red Shield Steamhouse. And that's the Lady Steam House that I'm familiar with, right? And she, I burned her alive, correct? Oh, the daughter, okay. The daughter who is here. She sees these, and these complex- Tears are turning in my head. I may be like mumbling bits and pieces of the thought process. Um, yes. Is this Lord Song's wish? Uh, have you, she kind of puts a hand on the door and- closes it gently. I, yeah, I had already shut the door. Okay. Which actually is probably a sketchy move considering it's wizard's locked and I'm the only one that can open it. But fair enough. She's locked in here with me. Uh, um, uh, the Baron's song has... Are you still in his service? Yes. His wife has grown increasingly jealous and uncomfortable with Don't. Baron Song's relationship with Lady Steamhouse. Hmm. Don't worry, she's uncomfortable and jealous of his relationship with me as well. Yes. Or is there something else to this? No, no. Uh, he had, well, He hasn't taken advantage of the girl, has he? She shakes her head. No, not, not carnally she is something else. She is not entirely there. Poor girl. She is... She has a fragile mind. Not not all of us handled trauma the same way. Uh, I have been sent to help her run Aldrin and act as the captain of her guard and gatekeeper. Till such time as placement can be found. Have you been to Cauldron? Some years ago, yes. I found I found the place and the people well, quite disagreeable. Are you confident that you can manage them? I'm confident I can protect Lady. 
Yes. Well, uh, is there anything I can do to help? Is she still stoned? I think you did stone skin her again. Okay. Yeah, with five charges on it. Okay. So she has kept, she still has stone skin? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she scratches her head for a moment. As I... I fear Lady Song's affections are growing out of hand. They shouldn't be growing, but... Well... Yes, it is. You are a young boy has not seen much in the way of pregnant women. (laughs) I I bite my tongue, but I... uh, Combined with Oh, you mean what I only assume to be your intervention in their happiness and the darker deeds done by people we will not speak of. I worry for the Lady Song's mind. It's grown moody. More so than my sister when she had her child. I nod. Yes, yes, I've noticed this as well. Fortunately, she's just a uh, a moody noble and not a moody witch or moody vampire. Is I there... had better get going. I just thought I would let you know. My replacement should be arriving today. Ah, uh, well, it's... I'm sorry to see you go, but I'm sure the the young lady will be better for this arrangement and perhaps you as well. I wish you all the best and I thank you for for this, this information. Is there anything specific you're concerned about with the Lady Dysak? It seems that we have made similar observations and I will take heed, but... Is there something else? I had overheard something a week ago or so. She was insisting that their wedding take place as soon as possible, and Aaron Song had said there are too many details at work right now, too many knolls to keep back hunt for Baron Steamhouse to continue. She threatened to throw herself off of her building with his child in tow. Uh, Goodness. I think is what pushed his hand into a rather short and abrupt wedding attended only by the staff here. Yeah, I, I, I fear she may do something foolish. Especially now that young Heather is here. Do you keep an eye out on the young girl for me? I will... Yes, I'll keep an eye on... on Heather and the lady of the house. 
Garrett's racking his mind for magic that can that can patch up the problem, but that's probably a misguided method considering that's what got us into this situation. Yeah. Yes. And Haynes too has taken a liking to the to the young girl. She nods. That man may be a complete idiot, but he has a good heart. Nod. Yes, he's probably better than we deserve, but No, we will, we will keep Misty Rapids safe. Don't you, don't you worry. You're... She gives a, a brief nod and quickly turns to the door, tries I, to open I it. Try, I try, if I can, can we do like a post-deck initiative roll? I, was try, I would have tried to get to open the door before she got to it. Uh, yeah, why don't we do opposed out. initiative rolls? Uh, just a flat D10 then. Seven. No, no. she gets there first. <laughs> Fiddles with it. Storm stuck. I, uh, excuse me, and I like sort of like step in and like, I, I, can I, I try and make it look like I'm, I don't know, I, whatever, I open the door for her. <laughs> I wonder if I should like try and make it look like there's something to it or. Mm-hmm. That's fine. You, you can yeah. rattle the doorknob a bit before you give it a good turn. Mm-hmm. Um, she steps out into the hallway and disappears. As she's like getting to the end of the hallway, I said, do you need to borrow a horse? She laughs. Have a pleasant journey. I will send a letter in some weeks with a with an update. Okay. All right. Interesting. All right. Um, this first day, since I got a late start, I will probably just stay at the keep and research. I may take a break at some point in the afternoon to go down to the laboratory and like poke around. Um, there's like, there's probably like already an awkward excavation in the back where the unicorn was buried. So I'm probably vi- sketching out in my mind how to like expand that into a full on basement and like a, maybe it's expand the, the forge itself. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything in particular you want to do, or should we just start skipping ahead days and weeks? Um, yeah, probably that. Probably that. Um, so this first day, like I said, I'll stay at the keep all day and catch up on my research. The next day, I'll probably get up a little earlier and then take a lunch break into town. Okay. Um, uh, the full moon is on the 19th. Is there anything in particular that you have about the full moon? Should I? Not that I'm aware of, but am I am I a secret secret werewolf and I didn't know it? No, but sometimes players have full moon activities. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't think I have any witching to do, but you never know. Um, so that week is kind of damp. It rains three out of the four days. Okay. So, so the next day, I'm going to head into town and probably check in with Vanessa and. the priestess's name mother emma emma yes mother emma and i I do want some laborers i don't know how to go about doing that well you have oh i've already forgotten his name what was his name jebib was the 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 face the name of our interchangeable labor i think he was a he wasn't a redsmith, was he? Or was he a just a... 
carpenter or something? No, no, no. Jebub was just a laborer. He was just a. Okay. That, that's all he did was just basic labor. Yeah. No skills. He dug great ditches, though. Yes, he did. He has a ditch digging proficiency. Mm hmm. So I think, uh, that's, yeah. So I think on this trip to Misty Rapids, I, I, if I can find Jebub, I would like to find him and employ him more or less permanently. Sure. Uh, this day, Monday the 18th, is mm -hmm. swelteringly hot and humid. It's got a light rain well, throughout most of the day, but it's like 94 degrees. Well, good thing I've got my magic synthetic robe that breathes perfectly, and even though it's black, yeah. I'm probably uncomfortable. Um, I do summon a... How do I feel about being seen in town with my with my unicorn? I don't think I've done the unveiling yet, and I don't know if... Yeah. So I, I conjure my phantom steed and ride into town and um, it's hot it's muggy it's has it, is it raining it's lightly raining all day mm. even despite the ridiculous heat I mean it is the middle of July right now mm -hmm. um, and you do live along a river that is created by a, a hot spring not just a hot spring yeah. but like a, a boiling geyser yeah. Okay. Um, so let's head into Misty Rapids. Uh, can we get a map of the town and then I'll figure out what order I'm going to do these things in? Yeah. Bring up the map of the town. All right. So Vanessa was next to the sheriff, I believe. Yeah, I believe her house was like over here somewhere. Mm-hmm. Let's just doodle a Vanessa house. Right, because her sister was the old sheriff, and I believe they lived next door or at least on the same street in that same neighborhood. Right. Um, oh, I, I guess it doesn't really matter, the order. So I'll go check in with her first, see if there are any good rumors. I don't think she owes me any money. I can't remember how we, what the arrangement was. I gave her those goods defense, but I'm pretty sure the arrangement was that was her reward. A half of it was. Half of it? Okay. Yeah. So I am expecting some, some cash. Yes. Okay. But it was off the books. As in Lord Song didn't know that those jewels existed and didn't know that I was paying Vanessa behind his right. back. All the stuff is on the right lair. It's on the right. Um, and I don't remember where Jebed lives. You never saw his house. How did I find him? Uh, you went down to the equivalent of the Home Depot, and he was just hanging out by the wall there. <laughs> All right. So if I see Jebub around town or anyone that knows him, I will try and track him down. And... Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, anyway, you get to Vanessa's place. You talked to her a long time ago. Yeah, it's been like two weeks, two and a half weeks. Okay, so she should have all of your stuff done by now. All the fencing and selling of no, illicit goods. Yeah. 
that was all I had asked of her. And I think I, there was a lot of subtext to our conversation. Mm -hmm. I don't think, I think the only request was that she fenced this and we split it. So I park my phantom steed outside of her small house and give it the door a knock. A young man opens the door wearing loose fitting pants. Hey, young man, I like surprised and a little bit kind of disdainful and look him up and down. Is he wearing a shirt as well or just the pants? Just the pants. Who can we get a hotness? Yeah, sure. Um, what is that? That is a 15. So Vanessa's attractive little boy toy is my summation. Um, I will let you. I mean, I'm, I'm giving him the, the up and down, trying to figure out what sort of, does he look like a commoner? Is his... He looks like a, is his, uh, is a well hard? put together. I wouldn't, he's not a peasant, but he's a commoner, definitely. Definitely not a noble. Um, does he look battle scarred or anything like that? No, his skin looks soft. Mm -hmm. His hair is nice. Maybe a little bit ruffled, but you know, it looks like it's well kept. Is he wearing shoes? No. All right. So there's this like couple of seconds where I'm like looking him up and down, trying to size him up, a little confused that he's answering the door. I don't introduce myself, but uh, presumably he knows exactly who I am. Um, if he doesn't say anything in the first couple of seconds, I'll be like, <clears throat> is Vanessa home? He smiles and calls back over his shoulder. Milady, you have another suitor arriving. <clears throat> I chuckle, I guess, a little bit. Um, he stands by the door, just kind of giving you a smile. Uh, and you hear some kind of bumping around for a little while. And then eventually Vanessa steps into view, putting the last I, few buttons of a shirt together. I use I use my etiquette proficiency to give a an absurdly deep bow. Milady, I didn't, I didn't realize your... Um, our status had been raised since our last meeting. You see her drop a few coins into the man's hand. Give this him a is smack a bad time. Ass. I can come back later. Nope, guess not. She smacks him out the door. Gives him a smack on the ass, tells him to leave. Um, <clears throat> he heads back in, grabs a shirt, and puts on some sandals, and heads out into the light rain of the day, uh, where she motions you into her little house. I follow, yeah, I follow her inside, take a seat or whatever. She starts making some tea. So, to what do I owe the pleasure? Uh, just off to check in. I've been away for a few weeks, and you always seem to have the your finger on the pulse of this town. Hmm. Sometimes more than others. Anywho. Uh, I presume you're here for a little bit of money. Oh yes, I believe we did have some outstanding business. Where you have have you gotten around to fencing <laughs> the goods? Uh, I wouldn't use those words, but yes, yes. The... What words? What words should I should I use? I'm not up on my thieves' can't. Oh, um, I've taken care of the business you've asked me to. Comprehend languages doesn't cover thieves can't, does it? No. 
it's, it's not its own language. It's just a... Um, it's slang. You know, it's not quite an independent language. It's context and subtext. Right, it's got that smile on his face. No, I'm just, just chat. I don't know what, what mod is finally starting to block these messages, but it's getting, it's getting out of control, guys. Just make it stop. <laughs> All right. This is beautiful. They finally updated Twitch so that when a mod times someone out, I can see what who, what mod it was that did it. Hmm. Don't, don't out him or No, her. no, he's a good mod. But you can uh, tell me in the break who our hero is. Our, our hero should start upping it to 10 or 30 seconds. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe even a minute or two. These people are being... They, they need to be called from the ranks of chat. All right. <laughs> All right, so does the... So Vanessa was... What was she saying? She was teaching me how to be discreet about asking for my ill-gotten gains. Mm -hmm. I, I lost my train of thought. Chat broke my immersion as usual. <laughs> Love you guys. Um, right, so she goes and brings back a, a big jingling bag of money. Mm -hmm. uh, and sets it down next to you all, um, all on a table while she's still making the tea how many pounds of coin oh, that's a good question you don't um, need to I, I'm not going to count it or anything now I'm just I, I'm asking because I want to gauge whether I can discreetly stick it into a deep pocket or whether it's more than 10 pounds and it will be an inconvenience what, did we say 50 coins to the pound? I don't know. We've all, we'd, I yes. think, it's I think 50, 50 coins to the pound. Sometimes we do 20, but I think we've done 50 here. Um, so she actually brings over a couple of bags mm -hmm. um, and sets them down. Uh, mm -hmm. It looks like it probably weighs about 50 or 60 pounds. Good board. Okay. In that case, I don't discreetly tuck them away quite yet. I kind of just leave them out there and I'll like hoist them onto the horse when I get a chance. I do have an empty backpack in one of my pockets, I think. I mean, I have a backpack. <laughs> Pull the backpack out of your pocket, yes, fill some coins, put it on your back. Yes, exactly. But I'll do that before I leave. Mm -hmm. Nice. So what's, what's new in Misty Rapids? I've been in Parnassus these past few weeks. I say that and then realize maybe I should have been more discreet about my travels, but yeah. for some reason I trust Vanessa to be distrustful or something like that. Right. You know what I mean? I'd, yeah. You, you can trust her in that she's not she's going to do what you expect she's going to do. Right? She's which, not is, gonna... which is look out for, in it for her own self-interest. Mm -hmm. um, so Time being, I think we have an unsteady alliance. I haven't been around too off too too much lately. I've been doing some jobs for friends. Friend, why I'm so flattered. <laughs> uh, and with a 
on that new wealth. Decided to take a, a little bit of a break from things. Time to enjoy life for a little while. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um. Um, I mean, yeah. Basically, I'm looking for for rumors from her. Uh, maybe she doesn't have any. Maybe I just take my money and leave after a pleasant tea chat. But. Yeah, she makes some tea for herself. She makes different tea for you. Doesn't even ask you what you want, but she just you know pours you some tea. And I don't. Gare does not have an herbalism check. I could get an herbalism proficiency if I don't want my glass blowing. So I do have two empty spell slots. But for now, I can't roll an herbalism check to see what the difference was between the two teas. I, One day. I do find that quite quite strange. For you, Ryan, there's this new economics table that I've built that now includes all the spell components from the skills and powers and any other spell components you might use. So we have a cost, their scarcity or rarity, and how easy they are to acquire that you can just Google or uh, search through with a control F. I'm going to send it to you in uh, Discord. Uh, let's see. Uh, the bottom tab, spell components aren't listed on it. Cool. Is there a short way to plug for viewers how to find this stuff? Like, is there other links from regalgoblins.com? I think on Regal Goblins, uh, that's the economics page in the toolbox. Mm -hmm. uh, no, it's not on Regal Goblins yet, but it will be. Okay, so check regalgoblins.com for the sort of for these. Yeah, in fact, why don't I just put it on there right now? You can do it after the show or during the break or something. Oh, awesome. Did you go through and do all of this? I did. I worked my butt off for it. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. I don't need spell components right now, though. So, right. Um, but that's just for you this to play with one day. Resource. Yeah. Cool. Uh, actually, you know what? We are about at our hour break. So, why don't we? So, can we wrap up the chat with Vanessa? Was that the end of it? She doesn't have anything. Yeah, that's the end of it. She's kind of been out and about and not not home right now. So, um. Okay. hasn't been anything for her to yeah so i think so while she was making the tea i would have pulled that backpack out of my pocket filled it with the and then before i leave i'll throw the bags into the into the backpack um just so you know you can add three thousand gold to your character sheet nice and we'll probably keep that in the chest And that's going to be it for this first part of Dicing with Death. We got three more parts coming up, so stick around. We'll see you guys in a few minutes. Bye bye. Hello there, everybody, and welcome back to Dicing with Death. So, 
You've had your nice conversation with Vanessa. You've gotten your 3,000 gold, half the yes. 6,000 that you got from the jewels. Is it all in gold coins? It's all in gold coins. A backpack full of gold. Backpack full of gold. Once again, got this backpack full of gold. Although this time I don't, I don't intend to bribe anyone with it, so I can probably keep it. Um, so I hoist my encumbered self onto my phantom steed, which I'm pretty sure can deal with my weight no problem. Ten, ooh, just barely actually. It, I think it can deal with my weight, but it's ten pounds per level, so that's eighty pounds. It's actually just enough to carry me, my robes, and my backpack. We'll assume that I don't have any, I don't think I have anything that I'm carrying. So that's literally squeaking in. And yet your horse is unencumbered. No, but if I, but if I like pick up a rock, it will. Oh, I can't move. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna go visit the main temple. Okay. Maybe take a meandering route, see if I can see see if I notice Jebib on the way. Yeah. Um, you notice outside the temple are a lot of poor, impoverished people uh, kind of sitting in the rain trying to beat the heat by like soaking themselves in water. But, you know, even the rain is warm so they're having a hard time cooling off. Mm-hmm. I look curiously at these are they peasants or are they the priests? No, they're peasants. Mm-hmm. Dirty, dirty peasants. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You have arrived at the temple. Um, I'll make my make my rounds, pay pay homage or whatever. I don't know what people do in temples, but I I poke around and admire the architecture. Um, yeah. Use this as yeah. Yeah. Continue designing the clock that I've been planning on building here. Okay. I don't know if I ever got the got the priestess's final say on that, but I've sort of just Well, you didn't use your bureaucracy proficiency to get the right permits. So mm-hmm. I think it's grandfathered in. I've been in this town longer than this this priest. Well, maybe this pre- and at least longer than she's been the the mother of this temple. So Okay. Yeah, Is there so anything I'm, that you want to say to her in particular, or are you just examining the, the temple? I guess not. I don't know. Just checking in, maintaining these NPC relationships. Okay. You know how it goes. I mean, I would ask if she talked. Like, I've been here, I think, twice or so under similar circumstances. One time, she wouldn't. She didn't even really talk to me, and I got shooed off by another priest. Another time, I did have sort of an odd philosophical conversation with her. Mm-hmm. I think I asked for her advice on something and when the when the the army of cauldron was approaching. Right. And she was a little disturbed by my philosophical musings. But, um I mean so if, yeah, so if I and if I if she takes notice of me and talks to me, I I will, I will ask her for news of the town or anything like that or if she asks for a donation I would probably I've, I've got a backpack of 3,000 gold I'm probably feeling pretty flush and it may even may even give alms but no I'm just sort of hanging around and surveying the place 
Are there priests around? There are plenty of priests around. Uh, you don't see Mother Emma herself. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the priests do take notice of you and you see them whispering to one another and mm-hmm. gesturing in your way. The poor people that are on the steps of the church or on the lawn on either side that- stay out of your way and as you meander in their direction they find a convenient yeah. excuse to get up and I think else. I think it's when I park the the phantom steed at the at the near the entrance to the church, like where these people are laying out in the rain. Mm-hmm. They probably convenient. They they get up and walk away from this unnatural beast. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I enter the temple. Think about my water clock. Uh, what, what is the typical like? Do you like like candles for your gods? What's the yeah. typical religious practice? You light candles and kind of small little candles and place them at the base of the statues while you say your prayers. And when the candles burn out, the prayers are supposed to be answered. Okay. Um, okay. And then how do donations typically work? Is the, like, uh, do, do everyone is right? generally tithes 10% of their wealth every month to the church. Sure. Is there is there like a like a bucket at the entrance, or how do they do it? With... It's not quite just a big bucket that you throw money into, but uh, there are occasionally sermons, and there's mm-hmm. a collections basket that's passed around at that point. There is also an alms basket that is um, off to the side that is constantly being cleared, well, almost fully cleared. You know, so there's always some coins in there, but if it piles up, they'll I'll take away most of them. Okay, so if there is an alms bin and the priests are watching me poke around, I will um, very obviously put a platinum piece in the bin. The holiest of metals. Yes. The one that, that withstands the test of time. Hmm. Okay. Um, Still, you just said they were staring right at me. Well, they're staring right maybe at you, but platinum and they... silver look pretty similar from a distance, especially in dim yeah. light. When they go to clear it, they'll be like, who else would have put this platinum? Right. They'll notice it then, but at this moment, they don't seem to react extraordinarily to it. Okay. Um, and I sort of circled the temple, um, noting where which gods have candles lit at them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't... I don't light a candle for Malchus or anything like that, but... I assume there's there's probably no candles on the no. darker gods. Uh, although all the construction work has been cleared away from the statue of whatever it was, Malchus or Verasi, that was being covered. Say that again. What was? I, I, can they you remind me? They were doing some work on the the temple, and they had like thrown some tarps over one of the statues of the gods, and you had given them shit for covering up the gods. Okay, that sounds familiar. Yeah, uh, but that that whole area has been cleared out now, so it's good. And repaired, right? They didn't like remove the statues of the gods. Correct. I think it was was it Verasi that was covered up or something. I, I think it was Verasi, but I don't really remember. It was a couple weeks okay. ago now. Okay. Um, does Verasi have any candles lit? Do the nope. People don't pray to her when their loved ones are sick from. Her, uh, they do. Now, if someone is dying or grievously wounded and needs to be taken to the other side, or someone has recently passed and you you know want to wish them a good journey. Uh, mm-hmm. Candles can be lit to Verasi, but today there are none. Okay. And of course, none to Malchus. 
Yes. These people need a little more chaos in their lives. <laughs> okay. All right. So after doing the loop, I depart, hop aboard my steed, and maybe do another look around the town to see if I can find Jebub, and if I don't, I'll head back to Misty Rapids. Um, when you arrive back at Misty Rapids, you see a new face on the ramparts. Ooh. <laughs> I, can I see them from as I'm approaching? Yes. Um, that's not until I you're within maybe 40 or 50 feet that you recognize that this is a new person and not just a um, one of the guards taking over. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a rather tall and slender woman. Over six feet tall, but still under 150 pounds. Um, she's youngish. Maybe it sounds like a familiar description. Are you sure I haven't seen this person before? Yes. Okay. Uh, maybe mid-twenties, somewhere around there. Uh, wearing leather armor and holding a, a what do you call it? Um, a parasol over her head. <laughs> An umbrella? Yeah. I smile as I approach the short blonde hair woman uh, kind of bobs as she leans over and goes who goes there Uh, you may call me Ark Carl it is a pleasure to meet you Ah. you opening opening the gate you are the one I have heard so much about have you? I, I didn't realize the ladies of town were were talking about me. I am not from town. Hmm. Oh. Open up. We must get acquainted. I'm, <laughs> I'm sizing her. She withdraws and goes to open the gate after making you wait an uncomfortable amount of time. But it wasn't, it was, it was just enough that it was uncomfortable, but not so uncomfortable that I felt the need to knock the door down or right. teleport. Right, it was like inside. four seconds of silence, and then she moved to go open the door. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the door opens, and she stands before you. She's got a, a medium shield strapped to her back, a long sword at her side, uh, actually on her right hip instead of her left hip. Okay, so she's probably left-handed. Yeah. And now that you're up nice and close and can get a good look at her. She does come, to operate the gate, does she have to come down from the wall? Yes. Okay. And she does wait there to to meet with me? Well, yeah, she opens the gate for you. You ride it on your horse, kind of taking your head Dismount. And you notice that not only is she tall, but she's, like, uncomfortably thin and frail. Uh, not like uh, she she does look I'm not quite sure what the right word is but almost gaunt Frail. yeah yeah okay so not not healthy she's not like live and beautiful she's no malnourished uh, I wouldn't quite call it malnourished but like really lanky and really thin like a stiff breeze could blow her over mm-hmm um, <clears throat> But she has a surprising amount of grace with her steps, despite this lankiness. 
the carpenter. Well, you're a big one. Hmm. I am L. Alyssa Milgan, the new gatekeeper. I bow deeply. A, ple- a pleasure to meet you, Kel. Where you said you are not from, Misty Rapids. Where, where do you call home? My mother is one of the landed knights, the East. I have recently finished my squireship, and this is my first appointment. Quite an honor for such a young knight, she says with a bit of a smile. <laughs> uh, no. let's, let's go ahead and add her name to the list. Is this your kill list? <laughs> yeah, the notes list. Let's see how. Kel uh, Alyssa Milgan. Milgan. Um, well, welcome to Misty Rapids. Um, let me stable my horse and we can get acquainted. Uh, I have duties (laughs) to attend, unfortunately. Maybe sometime later. Has she she closed the gate? Yes. Okay, that's good. If you'd like to interact with her later, that's fine, but she insists on going back to keeping the gate. Yeah, yeah, and I, I was thinking that I would um, talk with her while she's at the gate, but we'll, oh. yeah, I'll think about what I want to do. I need to get back to my research or how much, how much time I have. Um, I, how many hours, I guess I'll deposit my horse by the side of the, I was told not to put it in the stables the rest of the horses, so I think I just sort of like leave it outside of the forge for now. Um, I deposit my loot in the wizard lock chest and count it. Um, I think I was intending on walking back to the wall and trying to get a feel for this new night, um, but I probably get distracted counting gold, and then I get back to my studies for a few hours. Um, and I probably, yeah, lose track of time until dinner. Uh, so we can go ahead and skip the rest of the week if you'd like. I would like to figure out what the deal is with this Kel Milligan. Sure. Um, when, so the next day, the, the 19th. Well, or over, is she at dinner that night or something? Yeah. Yeah, we can do it at dinner. Um, the, okay. the rain does slow and eventually stop by the time it is dinner. Find my damn rain soundtrack. Okay. Um. So over dinner. Sure. Um. So Cal Cal Milligan, you said you were from the east, as in the eastern eastern reach of 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 Green County, or 
No, no. Two towns over. From two villages over. I'm still within ah. Misty Rapids, Barony. Ah. Just not the town itself. <laughs> Is that where you served as squire? She shakes her head. No, no. Uh, I served a lowly knight up in Rainwood. Well, near Rainwood. It was... Who was this knight? Perhaps oh, I No, I'm afraid we're not acquainted. Hmm. I wouldn't expect you to be. He was an older gentleman. Well past his prime. Years some often bring wisdom. In a mentor, this is perhaps more important than his youth. Hmm. Is there anything that I actually want to know? Kind of curious what she had heard about me, but I don't think I'll outright say it, or I would ask that. So how did you and Baron Song, um, how, how are you and Baron Song acquainted? I guess I'll turn to Baron at this point in the conversation and bring him into it if you'd like. Uh, is, he's chatting with Haynes. Okay. Um, where does so the seating is is Haynes is Lady Dysek is at his at his right or is she not here? Her permanent seat is at his right. Um, or his left or at his side somewhere. Lady Dysek yep. currently sits. So Baron Song sits at the head of the table, mm-hmm. and Lady Dysek sits next to him. So the two of them form the head of the table. Okay, so and that's 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 right. new, right? So she basically she took my seat more or less. <laughs> well, no, because it used to be him at the end, and then the other two people. The, oh, so I was around. So I'm still around the corner. Yeah, you're still around the corner. Now there's and just I, the Lord and the Lady at the head of the table. So am I next to Lady Dysek now, or am I on the other side? Um, I think I was previously on his left. Kel Greller used to be on his right, and so, then he, yeah, yeah. So he sits. Uh. She sits on his right side. Okay. So you are adjacent to him, and okay. Haynes is adjacent to Lady Di- Lady Song. And where is Kel Milligan? She is to you uh, across the table, uh, uh, to your left, mm-hmm. while Heather is to Haynes's right. Okay. So you're across from Haynes, and Milligan is across from Heather. Okay. Okay. So how did you and Baron Song become acquainted? There was a, a call for any knights who may wish to join Baron Song's retinue. I, I cast ESP. I just realized I have it memorized. Okay. So I, I, while she's answering, I twirl or I'm twirling a copper coin in my like hand under the table and muttering under my breath. Um, she can roll a spellcraft check or something if she wants to see if I'm casting a spell or perception check or however you deal with that. She kind of doesn't notice or notices and doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, tells you a story about how a call came out to her area for any knights who might want to work more closely with Baron Song. And her mother, who is the landed knight at their estate, suggested that she try it out. 
Mm-hmm. After all, she had just finished her squireship and really didn't have much to do other than running the town with her mother. Now their father is dead, or her father is dead. Okay. So she, you know, applied, and uh, next thing she knew, she was here. <clears throat> well, I don't know what life was like in Rainwood, but I think Misty Ra- you'll find Misty Rapids a <clears throat> interesting place for your, for your first appointment. Is tether wilds can be quite dangerous. I grew up here. I suppose that is true. So you know all about the gnolls and the curses and the curses. Well, I've only been here a short time, but it is clear that some. Some dark things are buried out there in the plains. Like what? Well, you're you're from which village did you say? You remember the the rates a few months back? I've only heard of them by legend. I was up in Rainwood at the time. Yeah. Um, I've sort of lowered my voice at this, and I'm assuming that the that the dissects aren't. Totally isn't totally listening. I probably don't want to let out too much. Actually, I, yeah, I think I'll stop that topic there because I don't want to be like, <laughs> Lady Dissect excavated this temple and I accidentally unleashed a bunch of wraiths on the land. Yeah. Is her, she's not thinking anything particularly contradictory to what she's saying? No. Boring. Boring indeed. Um, <clears throat> Do I have a feel for how how old she is? You said she was young? Mid-20s. Okay. Doesn't seem that. That seems like a pretty typical age for a knight. Yeah. She is younger than pretty much everyone else here, though, I think. Except for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Haynes is older. Hell, Crystal is 50-something. Um... Baron's song is... I guess Baron's song's pretty young. He's in his 20s as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lady Dysek is in her 40s. Yeah. Yeah. So you said you had... uh, You had heard of me. Yes. Nothing, Nothing too awful, I hope. I don't suppose I have many friends up in the Rainwood... I don't suppose you have many friends anywhere. If the rumors are what they say they are, <clears throat> and judging by your steed earlier, they appear to be true. Uh, they call you a, a conjurer of otherworldly beasts. A conjurer? No, no. That's... You must be getting me confused with Aldrich. I am a, a dimensionalist, a master of space and time. And that mount? Yes, my phantasmal steed. It is indeed a conjuration. You are correct. Are you? You are. You are quite well educated, I suppose. Where did you? One thing 
does come from squiring for older knights. I spend a lot of time reading, and I know a many, great many things. My combat prowess may not be quite equal to some of my peers. I have a gift for knowledge, or maybe I've just been put in a position to learn things. <clears throat> well, I have a most impressive library. Do let me know if there's uh, ever a book you would like to borrow or anything like that. Is it true what they say about wizards' books, that if you open them, flames will reach out and grab you? <laughs> uh, uh, this is a thing that can be done, but no, none of my books are trapped. seems a little disappointed. Perhaps I, perhaps now that you mentioned it, I should take more precaution in protecting my spell books. No, no, I meant, I meant my research materials. Ah, I see. Well, even, yeah. Even a, even a learned woman such as yourself would have trouble making heads or tails of the language of magic. And each wizard's pen is so unique, it's a mess to decipher. She nods slowly. Uh, and then the conversation turns and she starts talking to Heather and Haynes. Okay. Um, I do have my ESP for eight minutes, but it doesn't sound like I learned anything interesting. No, uh, she seems to be a pretty ordinary young knight. What? Nothing sounds ordinary about her. She's like six and a half feet tall and she sounds very intelligent and educated and not particularly strong. She seems like, and she's a woman. She seems like quite an quite an unusual knight. All right. I guess I probably get a little more research in later that evening, mm-hmm. and then we fast forward to the next day. Um, I need to be here to be doing my research. So I'll, yeah, maybe we can even pick up the pace and skip a few days at a time. Yeah, so let's skip ahead. Um, that was the 18th. Yeah, I do want to check up on my villages. However, that will probably require travel. Yes, that would require travel. And I can't research while I travel. Um, is there, uh, am I able to find Jebib in this time? Yeah, you can find Jebib one day. Okay. What would you like to do with Jebib? I'd like to hire him to dig me ditches. Where do you want your ditches dug? Jebub, <laughs> my good man. It's it's good to see you. Um, oh, oh. wonderful to see you too. Uh, I was just thinking about you. How how are you? Uh, how are you doing these days? Keeping yourself busy? Oh, I I do what I can to make ends meet, but. Uh, let's just say there's a lot of labor and not a lot of work. Well, now that you mention it, I there, I do have some. There, there are some tasks around the keep that. Um, well, I, I sure as hell would be up to to some work if you got something for me, boss. Yeah, if you're looking for some more steady long, some more steady employment, why don't you why don't you come with me back to the keep? Um, Hot damn. This is, what's, 
What was your rate again? Is that listed under the... A silver a day. It's under the... Um, uh, net income. Okay. I guess that could probably be changed to wages. Uh, yeah. Your standard laborer makes a silver a day for a daily wage, or six silver a week, or uh, 24 silver a month if you want to hire them for like a, a treat month. I probably do. God, that is such so, so sad. I will, yeah, I will probably just pay him indefinitely and not even. You can give him 28 gold, 28.8 gold. Just buy him for the for, year. For a year. Uh, yeah, that's probably what we'll do. Yeah, why don't I just do that? Uh, his eyes go wide as you are pulling out gold coins to pay him for a year's worth of labor up front. <laughs> um, I don't know that I actually do that, but I'm going to... I don't know. I guess... It was 28.8. Nice. Well, I will subtract it now, and we'll just assume that he's hanging around the keep for the year. He probably sleeps in. The, I don't. There's are there quarters. There's quarter. Actually, the keep is big enough for far more than it houses, so he could actually get a room. He doesn't have to sleep in the ditch that he digs. Yes, uh, he's got a room. He's got his own place back in town, so he'll just okay. make the the trek out here every day to work for you and then back every night. Okay. Um, so I'll, I'll have him working around the forge. If he's smart enough, I may even start trying to teach him more useful proficiencies, but that's probably not going to happen. So for now, he'll just be digging ditches. And maybe as I expand the forge, he'll be helping with that. But I'll be digging out my future basement. And yeah, so digging, digging out the ditch. And we may even start framing like an expansion of the of the forge next week or something if we get to that but right. okay. does he he has a he's got a wife and kids or something um i don't remember okay i think you said he had a wife and kids all right i was thinking if he's a single man i feel like it would make more sense to just move him into the keep but I don't remember if you said he was single or if he had a wife and kids. I remember playing with your heartstrings when you were originally going to sacrifice him. Yeah, I yeah, I think I. I'm pretty sure he did have. He had to have had a wife and kids. Yeah, I remember that being a thing. I think he was single, actually. Really? Then why was it so? I mean, I did, the reason just, I liked I, I tried to I tried to kill him and I critically missed and I just took it it's as true. Fine. I, I, I think he's like, single. His cousin has a wife and kids, maybe. Okay. He's got like nieces and nephews. All right. That so for now, this commuting can work, and I'll tell. Uh, God, why did you have my sister's name is Alyssa, by the way, chat. So I'm grumbling at Neil for naming this NPC after my sister. Someone else in chat named the NPC. And really? I, I, yeah. Well, when they brought up the name Alyssa, I had to roll with it. Yeah. Kel Milligan. I will. I will let her know that. Uh, you know, Jebub's doing some work for me at the forge and to let him in every morning or whatever. Is there, there's not like a side door or anything? Like you have to open the gate for every pedestrian that walks in? That's the point. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you make a defensive structure. Yeah. Um, but um, Kel, Alyssa, and will get to know Jebub pretty easily or pretty yeah. quickly. And, um, um, 
be an issue. Okay. Yeah. So I, yeah, I put him to work at the forge, type doing odds and ends. He probably gets to live a pretty. He's actually probably gets to live a pretty cushy life. Nice. Like, yeah. like, Digging ditches is hard work, but I think I'm so immersed in my studies that I don't have enough time to manage it properly. So he like does what I tell him to do and then like spends a couple of hours sitting around while I deep in thought before I can come out and give him something else to do. <laughs> Mostly because out of character, I haven't totally figured out what I want to do with the forge yet. But So his life is pretty, you know, not yeah. a lot of work going on. <laughs> He's digging a ditch, but I haven't figured out what for, what for yet or how to put in the basement or... I guess I'm, an, I'm not a carpenter, but I'm, I'm an, I am can design the building, right? Yeah. I need a real carpenter to build it, and he's not qualified for that sort of thing. Right. Hmm. So we may need to bring in an actual carpenter at some point. All right. So I think with that, I'm comfortable skipping forward a few days. Um, okay. While I'm at the keep, I probably won't fuss with my deep pockets. I should do some, some scrying, but I, at some point in those days, I will do a clairvoyance on Aldrich's like, message room. Okay. Remember, we had set up a. Oh, it was a, there right, was a. Right, there right, was right. A, I think it was just like a desk in in the library in Thornwood that he would leave a note on, if there was any message you wanted to send me. Right. So I actually used it, but I've been in the habit of scrying on it every week or so, and I actually intend to set up something similar here for him to look at. Well, you need your own tower to do all this stuff. Yeah. Not necessarily. I can just leave a note and I mean, I can I mean, it's I, not like a, this keep has scrying protection on it. I can leave a note anywhere. Mm-hmm. In any case, yeah. is there anything there? Nope. nope. Is there anything else that I wanted to scry on? I was checking up on Lady Dysak, who's here. Um, I've been pretty... Uh, I've been keeping my eyes on her to see if there's anything out of the ordinary. And also doing my best to keep an eye on Heather. I guess I'm, yeah, probably pretty negligent and buried in my books most of the time. But mm -hmm. I have to come out for breaks. Okay. Do I... Um, so nothing really is going on with Heather. Nothing's really happening with Lady Dissex so far. It seems like everything in and around Misty Rapids has calmed down. The vampires are gone. The the shit with cauldrons over. No chimeras. Um, the wraiths are gone. That's actually chimera does remind me that that's I w that's something I was thinking of doing. I want to get through this research, but I was thinking if you didn't throw anything at me, I would go wander around the. Uh, whatever that swamp is called, and see if I can find a Chimera's Lair, the Soggy Hills, mm. and try and level up doing that, just farming XP in the Soggy Hills. But I'm pretty much confined to Misty Rapids until I get the spell researched. Right. Um, I was... We're, at some point, I'll ask Baron Song for news on this, the Steamhouse army. 
if he knows what happened to yeah. Baron Steamhouse. Sure. We can just kind of um, do this throughout the week sporadically. It doesn't really matter when. He lets you know that Baron Steamhouse has vanished. No one knows where he is or what happened to the remainder of his men. Um, his daughter, He's Lady Lisa Steamhouse, has been put on, I, I don't want to call it the throne, but has taken over management of the barony and Kel Crystal Keystone has gone with her to help her along in those things. So basically, Kel Crystal is managing the barony. Yes. Like the, the girl, I mean, not only was she a girl, she was also kind of out of her mind. Well, the, the gender thing's not an issue in this setting. Um, I who said it was? You said not only is she a girl. I meant, I meant it ties in a child. Oh, a, oh, I see what you mean. Teenager. Uh, no, she's 24, so she's actually oh, really? old enough okay. to run She's older than me. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, but she's definitely out of her mind, and Kel Crystal is officially there to protect her and give her guidance, but I think you understand pretty easily that Kel Crystal's there to run things because she's incapable. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, and that's kind of what's going on over there. There there are people, many people, that would like to see her father for many reasons. Um, mm-hmm. And Countess Castilian has issued a verdict that he is to be arrested on site and brought before her for crimes against the, king, uh, the county. So it sounds like Song's diplomatic mission was successful? Or whatever? Whatever. whatever Something, it. it seems to have gone in Song's way. Yeah. So many um, things seem to go his way these days. So very many things. So, and at some point, so I guess maybe let's skip a few days. I think I, I would like to take a field trip out to the temple and see how things are going there. Uh, the, the underground temple? Uh, yes. I, uh, what? One shot was it? Was it a one shot, or was it one of the the? Uh, even one of the auditions where they there was a an ancient temple. I don't know. What am I thinking of? Like there appears to be like yeah, I don't know. Not that Georg knows this, but like the there was some information given about the the clerics of old who I don't know turned. I don't know the whole legend, but that you know they cursed the land using their using their divine magic for selfish reasons and constructing these vain temples. Yes, that is that is um, the lore of the world. Um, okay. So this this will this would have occurred to Georg at some point, or perhaps I think especially as you go through these old books and you're reading mm-hmm. about the histories of things, mm-hmm. I think you would realize that. That and make the connection happened. that this this temple out there, um, this underground temple, is probably one of many throughout the land. That yeah. were sort of the the temples of the the old the old clerics before the. Is there a name for the event that cursed the land? And uh, people generally refer to it as you know, the curse or the cursing or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So maybe this is this is you know I stumble across some of this in the course of my research, and this is what spurs me on several days later to go visit the temple once again. Okay. And does, does anything happen in those days that we skip? No, no, nothing happens. Um, okay. So I conjure a phantom steed and ride out to the. Um, yeah. All 
All right, yeah. so you, you make it out to the temple out there. Um, it is a, a nice, lovely journey on a warm day, but the, uh, the skies are clear. It's not raining. It's not too hot. Great day to travel. It is Thursday, the 21st of July. Uh, and you arrive at the temple. You, all the old things that were there, the signs that were built, the whatever tents remained after people came and left, have all kind of toppled over. Um, it looks fairly deserted, dilapidated, and things are falling apart. You can head down into the underground temple. But... Yeah. I will, yeah. I'll leave my horse at the entrance, my steed at the entrance. Uh, remove my glowing snake staff from my pocket and head down. Okay. You make it down into the temple. Um, what are you looking for down here? Well, I was kind of hoping that there would be a secret cult down here worshipping me, but it seems like not. They all got eaten by bears. Uh, something like that. So, I, so I'm just, yeah, I'm checking in to make sure no bears have taken up residence or been deposited here by a particularly vindictive nature priest. No bears. Is there anything here? Like, a, the temple is empty? Yeah, what you're telling me? The temple is empty. Okay. And Malchus is still reigning supreme? Yes. At least in my eyes. Yes. All right. Um, so I think I still sp- I spend a few minutes wandering around, but I guess if there's no one here and there's nothing here, mm-hmm. then, I'll, then I'll leave. Okay. Um, I do. I, I think I did. I talk with uh, Mother Emma about this place. I think I might have brought it up, but if not, I do, I think I will, I do want to bring it up with her and offer to show it to her. I don't think you've talked about this place with Mother Emma. Okay. Um, then I, yeah, then I will. All right, so you're going to head back and talk to her today about it? Sure, why not? Yeah, I'll ride. Yeah, I've got I've got my phantom steed, so I'll just go ahead and make a quick trip to Misty Wrap. Well, how this this place was actually a couple of hours east, wasn't it? Yes, or, it's a bit of a trek. Uh, how many hours? On your phantom steed, probably like three and a half. Okay, so that is most of the most of the day. Yeah, there and back is like you're you're not doing any studying that day, pretty much. No, I just stay up late or whatever. Uh, why don't we take our break here and we'll deal with Mother Emma and everything on the other side of our break. It's super boring episode. Economics and dragons. You know, it's been three weeks and sometimes you gotta do some of this stuff. Yeah. Alright, see you guys in a few minutes. Bye-bye, everyone. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Dicing with Death. Ark, Carl, you have chatted with everyone. You've got the lay of the land. You've figured out what's going on in this town since you've been gone for so long. And you are studying the shield spell. And my webcam keeps refocusing. I got a new webcam which I'm sure you guys can tell. It's confused at how tan you are. It's not tan. tan. It's sunburned. Look. (laughs) It's confused at how sunburned you are and how not pasty white you are. It doesn't, can't figure out how to focus on your face. Yeah. 
Well, this is this is the correct color of my skin, and this is the the sunburned color of my skin. Mm -hmm. It's yeah, yeah. So I was thinking about asking before the break. We teased with a hot date with Mother Emma to the temple, but I think we may just are we, are we doing that or are we skipping ahead a few weeks? You can do whatever you want. If you want to skip ahead a few weeks until you've learned your shield spell, I mean the temple's not going anywhere, right? Yeah. Maybe either way. Maybe it is. Um, how many? How far is it from Misty Rapids? Can I get to Misty Rapids? Talk to Mother Emma and. Misty Rapids is, if you go there, instead of directly to the keep, it's like a 45-minute detour. Okay, so now I'll have just enough time to swing by and talk. So yeah, I'll visit the temple again. It's been, what, it's been like four days? Yeah, something like that. Eh, can't spend too much time here. I'll get a bad reputation. <laughs> All right, so you arrive at the temple. Bad reputation. Mother Emma is mm -hmm. there, actually, um, standing out in the front steps, talking mm -hmm. with a few peasants as you ride up the hill towards her. Okay. The peasants clear out of the way as you approach. Um, she tries to call after them and keep the conversation going, but... I try not to... I mean, I park my horse a respectful distance away. I don't... Let it... uh, when you start coming up the hill, the people start dispersing. Oh. Don't worry. It's... Your reputation is intact. <laughs> <laughs> well, I dismount and walk over, looking a little sheepish. Does she say anything about the... <laughs> The See, I don't even need a fear spell to radiate this aura of fear. Uh, so, you approach. Mother Emma looks to you and says, Ah, our Carl, are you here about the water clock? Is it done yet? Um, it's, it's still a work in progress, but I did stop by to... Pay homage to the to the gods and yes, you know, survey the site once again. I didn't have there's a prototype set up, isn't there? Or did that get like shoved back into storage? I don't think they set it up up front. Okay, I had like set up like like some bowls or whatever, like a drip system or whatever that measured time. But... Right, right. That that is no longer on mm -hmm. display. <clears throat> I had actually just come from uh, the underground temple in the east, and I. Yeah. Yes. For some reason, I I thought of you. Because I am so very old, says the sixteen-year-old. <laughs> no, no. And I. The human mind is a a mystery. Interpretations it makes. Have you seen have you seen the temple? I have not, but as a cleric of Tempos, it is no wonder your mind turns to me when you think of time. <clears throat> is there something you're very, in particular you're very wise despite your age? Is there something in particular you wish to discuss? <clears throat> have you lost your way yeah. again? No, no, no in Pending doom driving me to existential crises this time. The, this, the temple is quite a sight. And well, a few weeks ago, I had to clear some some bears out of there, but I can assure you now that it is that it is quite safe and well worth a visit. Perhaps I shall sometime. She looks at you kind of expectantly. 
Yes, I look back at her silently, not sure what I expected. Carl, would... You and I have spoken many times now. Several, yes. Is there something you desire from me? <laughs> I don't think Ge- uh, Georg laughs like I just did. He probably blushes and gets, ah, why? No, mother, what? I'm not sure what you're insinuating, but you, it's just, it's, it's refreshing to have someone in town with the, with both the acumen for intelligent thought and the open-mindedness to not try to drown me in the river. Smiles and then tries to cover it up. <clears throat> yes, well, that that is something I could see being welcome I'd, relief. I do see us as kindred spirits in some way. I mean... I am a dimensionalist. I seek to master space and time. And in your own way, I i don't think you would say master, but you seek the same knowledge, do you not? Uh, I see and agree with your point. I think the main difference between the two of us is that I serve the people I may not see my primary purpose on this earth to serve the peasants, but I have certainly done more for this land than most. What would you say your primary purpose on this earth is? A heavy question. The way, the way I see it, we wizards are conduits for the magical energy in the universe. And my gifts exceed that of most. I don't know if there is a purpose to such power, but... I do think it is important to understand and harness it, nothing else than to keep it from burning out of control. Conduit always has a purpose, Georg. Carl, <laughs> sorry. <clears throat> you should figure out who you serve. Yes. And hopefully before level nine, when my alignment is sealed in stone. (laughs) I have a feeling your loyalties are not quite as transparent as they may seem. Mm, Do you doubt my loyalty to the good Baron? (laughs) 
You don't need to answer that. Farewell, Ark Carl. Yes. Let me know if you would like to uh, to see the temple, or feel free to make the pilgrimage yourself if you wish. I'm surprised it gets less traffic, it gets so little traffic. She nods and uh, walks out, or walks into the temple. Mm. And I think we are ready to skip ahead a few weeks. Yeah, why don't we? Okay. So we can skip the rest of this week. No, we can skip the rest of next week. We can go all the way up to the 31st of July, where you get to roll your first check on shield. Now, let's review the rules for learning spells. Um, If you roll a 99 or 100, the spell is beyond your capability. Um, Your chance to learn the spell is 10% plus 1% per point of intelligence and 1% per level. Minus 2% per spell level that you're learning. Okay, so we're talking 10% plus 19% plus 8% minus 2%. So oh, I'm sorry, I, I, I misspoke. It's, um, oh, that's a potion. Hold on, hold on. It is, no, I, I was correct. Yes, I was correct. Sorry. Um, 10 plus 1 per level plus 1 per int minus 2 per spell level. So 35%. 35? Mm-hmm pretty good um now if you want to is there something you wanted me to say before i rolled that (laughs) yeah but it's fine it turns out i was gonna say because if you try every week that means every week you've got a two percent chance that you fail whereas Whereas if you you just waited six weeks okay okay yeah yeah Yeah. um I'm, i'm in a hurry i got some i got some xp grinding to do and chat wants some blood, so. All right, I'm gonna get... turn off the autofocus on this sucker. So I do learn shield. Yes. Oh yeah. Uh, and that is first level spell? First level spell. So that's gonna be worth 500 experience points for learning it. Because learning, uh, researching a new spell is 500 XP per spell level. And I will add that to your spell list as soon as the page refreshes. Evan, if you're listening, I'm ruining the spreadsheet trying to add a <laughs> add a row. I'm just gonna add it. Um, I don't. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> uh, where is Georg? Okay. All right, there's Georg. Uh, char- shield is added to your character sheet, your character spell list. Oh yeah, and let's figure out how many. It's D six per spell. D six plus one minus one per spell level. Or yes, D six minus D6. one plus one per spell level. 
five. Five, and that winds up being in... I'm running out of spell books, man. All right, I'll put that in Lori's book. But we're now at 44 out of 50 pages in his. God, this, I'm making this Lori look like a way better wizard than he ever actually was. What was his name? Lori the Magnificent or something? Lori the Magnificent. Uh, oh, poor Lori. Poor All he Lori. wanted to do was learn. Did he? He should have. He should have framed it that way. How could he have known? I thought he wanted to steal my job. Well, I mean, he, he did, probably would, but, you know. He probably would have been my apprentice if I wasn't such a horrible person. All right. Um, okay, so what do you want to do now? It's um, the last day of the month, which means next week is finance oh, time. Gross. All right, let's deal with that right now. Um, and then I think I'm getting kind of restless, so I want to... Do some do some adventuring. I'm gonna try and track down the Shimura lair, or the the Shimura lair in the Soggy Hills. Hmm, now, how do you plan on doing that? That's a difficult thing now that the Chimera is gone. Yeah, um, it may just me be me wandering around the Soggy Hills looking for random encounters to grind my way to level nine. But I'll think about it. I got. I mean, I got like I've got locate objects and locate. Uh, did I ever learn locate creature? I guess that wouldn't really help. No, it's dead. Yeah. I do have, lo I haven't learned locate creature, but I have it on a scroll. Hmm. Um, are there any spell components to shield? Did you add it to my spell list? I did add it to your spell list. There are, it's somatic and verbal only. Nice. All right, uh, so what is my, my expenses are going to be 400 a month? Um, yes, 50 per level. Is that what we were doing? Yeah. Okay. All right, so I'll go ahead and subtract my living expenses. with my spell list so that I can squeeze a shield in there. Large. Let's do it instead of detect magic. So I burn a detect magic. Burn a shield. And see is there anything that i think would be useful in tracking down a shimmer there i'm gonna do the next day instead of esp i'm gonna learn do my locate object i don't know what object i could possibly come up with but interesting choice but i might be able to like locate a cave a skeleton a skeleton it's could work not an object a skeleton might work but as Hey, I mean, if you find a body in the woods, it's going to be interesting regardless of whether it's in a shimmer lair or not. That's true. All right. That's a very interesting way of doing it. I wonder if it would just locate your own skeleton. 
No, I mean, you can imagine like a disembodied, I mean, I'm sure, yeah, you probably have to be more specific. I don't, I think you could, If I think if you cast locate object on a human, it wouldn't point to you and like you could track other humans, right? I don't think object actually works on living. Oh, yeah, object. Okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. Object does not work on living things. So I guess skeleton would work, actually, because it won't detect you because you're living. Mm-hmm. Interesting use of the spell. Apparel, jewelry, yeah. furniture, tools, weapons, or even a ladder or stairway. Okay. I think a skeleton probably fits in there. Or loot. Yeah, good call, Nightbeer. I could look for gold. Yes, you could. The range is only like 100 yards or something, so I need to be pretty 20 close. 20 yards per level. Yeah. 160. It's not bad. Those of you that are European, just convert yards to meters. It's close enough. Yeah, close enough. All right, we're putting chat to sleep, so let's let's get this over with. So the morning after I learn shield... I'm going to conjure my phantom steed and head out across the... Maybe I should take my unicorn. Nah. Nah. You know what, let's, yeah, let's take the unicorn out first. Oh, but if I crash it? I mean, what's the point of having a nice car if you're not gonna drive it? I think my Phantom Seed is a nicer car, but the, uni- the Unicorn is slower. Yes, much slower. Is it, is it 24 or 8? Half? Zombies move at half human moon rate, right? Do they move at 12? It's a skeleton. It's a monster skeleton. Or oh, it's a skeleton. Okay, so it moves at the same movement rate as its living predecessor. Yeah, which I think is pretty quick. Which is 24, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'll take the Unicorn out for a spin that maybe no one even realized was animated. They thought I just bronzed it. Bronzed it and just like let it lie down in this pit. That's a lot. No, I think it, it's standing. I think it's standing erect near the near the forge. It's just like as like a statue or something like that. Mm. Maybe like in the forge, but you, people have probably caught glimpses of it as like a statue. But, right. You know, I saddle it up and mount up and head out of town. Okay, you head into the soggy hills. Uh, I will skirt around Misty Rapids to that. There's a there's a crossing somewhere east of Misty Rapids. Am I correct? Yes. Okay. So I will avoid the city and head to that crossing. Do I, do I see any people on the way? There are townsfolk, regular villagers. But I don't presume those are the sorts of people you're looking for. I mean, I that was sort of what I was asking. I mean, like our our I have been sighted riding atop a yes. bronze skeletal unicorn. Yes, and everyone in the keep saw you. Well, not yeah. everyone. Like all the people outside saw but, you. But you know, I don't know that most people would assume. Hey, that is an animated unicorn skeleton. They may just think that is a a skeletal metal unicorn that has been animated or that has been enchanted. I think either way. <laughs> People rumor, are pretty rumor. freaked out by what, by what they're seeing here. Okay. Does the skeletal uniform move gracefully, or does it, like, clomp ground awkwardly? It's a little awkward. Have you ever seen the old Jason and the Argonauts from, like, the 70s? 
Yes, but I'm not sure what scene you're referring there's, to. There's but a skeleton skeletons? scene where they throw the dragon's okay, teeth. Yeah, and but it's, just, it was, it was human skeletons, right? Right, uh, right. But like, like the 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 special effects for the yeah. skeletons fighting is kind of janky, and they're kind of like. Ooh, ooh, I think that like I think it was stop motion or something, wasn't it? That and, makes like, a lot of sense. If it was I think stop, it was stop motion. motion, and they like edited them in after. And if you look, they're not usually in the scenes with the guys they're fighting. It'll be like a shot of a bunch of stop motion skeletons moving around all awkwardly, and then a and shot of the people fighting them, them and, and then back to death. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, that's kind of what it's like. It's this jerky, but it still moves at full speed. <laughs> right. Okay. That's my unicorn impression. Nice. Um, so you cross the river and begin to head into the soggy hills. The area directly across the ford is fairly flat. Lots of trees. It's a nice, thick forest there. Um, yeah, so to answer your question, I really don't have a plan. But I do have a lot. I do have about like 17,000 worth of XP to grind. And there is a... Sh- Presumably a shimmer lair somewhere out here in the Sock Hills. Unaccounted for. Um, um, so I think I'm just going to head north and kind of see what I find. Okay. You have been out there for... North. You've yeah. been across the river for maybe 20 minutes. Uh, when you give me a perception check. That's, what we're gonna, that's how we're going to do it. Forgot how to use dice. It's been been so long. Ooh, fail. Eighteen. Okay. When you and when you are surprised, you uh, you're, you're kind of plodding around this thing. There's some big bushes and some big trees, and you come around the end of them, and you see a trio of bugbears uh, squatting around a body. A human body. Uh, mm-hmm. They look up from this body and kind of stand up immediately to their full seven foot height. You know, these are seven foot tall, furry, goblinoid, humanoid creatures, and they're buff. You know, they're they're fairly thick all the way around. They're well muscled. Their brownish fur and long pointy ears kind of dangling in the warm summer breeze. Uh, and they kind of look at you, mouth agape. As I still you kind of tower stop. over them atop my mount. Um, I look to the body. Is it? Are they eating it? Are they? Is, is it fresh? It is face down on the ground. So uh, were they also surprised, or were they? Oh yeah, like, you're you're both surprised. Both sides are like, what the fuck just happened? Hmm. And now you roll for initiative. Initiative. Well, that's what happens. Uh, yes. you, don't, you don't have to fight. You could, you know, uh, yeah. speak if you win. Yeah, I, I am speaking. I speak in, in Hobgoblin. I, I, I'm like, whoa. Who's that? And I like point to the body. I, I'm not very obviously threatening. And I've stopped. How far away from them did I spot them? Uh, 30 feet. Very close. Okay. Uh, did you roll your initiative? I rolled a seven. What's the plus two for? Uh, for a dagger, because I didn't actually commit to casting a spell. Then maybe I should. Mm-hmm. Nah. Hey. Okay. Across my mind to 
try out this new shield spell. But if I get into an actual fight later today, I don't know. Okay. So, uh, you immediately say in Hobgoblin, who's that? There was just like a grunt of surprise, and then I like point to the body, and I'm like, who's that? Uh, they, the tree of Hobgoblins like, turn and bugbears. run. Bugbears. Bugbears, yeah, sorry. The trio of bugbears turn and run uh, northwest, northeast. Gone. They probably have souls, don't they? Yes, they do. Yeah, we were. Did they beat a seven? No, they all went after a seven. Okay, but I can still make attacks if I so choose. Yeah. How close to each other are they? Fifteen feet. Okay. Um, I think I will ride them down. So let's take this unicorn out for a spin. Does okay. the unicorn get it attacks at? So how do monster skeletons work? Does it attack, attack at, just like their uh, monster, their their non-monstrous counterparts? Wow. So your skeleton, um, you can ride it down and it try to either do an overrun or you can just have it make attacks with its hooves. Does it do? Uh, it doesn't get its. It's got a bronze, or a, blo- a bronze horn. Yes, it does. Can it use that to attack with, or is it just ornamental? Um, yes, it can. Okay, just. Are these stats of my unicorn so, anywhere? Okay, so or here's do- the deal. Like, if you want to use the, if you want to attack with the unicorn and have it make its claw or its hoof attacks and its horn attack then you're dedicating the unicorn to combat, and so you're kind of controlling it to attack. If you'd rather make attacks with your staff from the back of it, you can use the unicorn to try and overrun the enemy and make mm-hmm. your attacks. But if you're going to yeah, use I'm its probably horn attack... Better off, no, my, the unicorn is probably better than me stabbing with the dagger this round, so I will do. I will control the unicorn. And it has three attacks at plus five to hit for each of them. Each hoof does d6, and the horn does d12. Uh, what, is, what is its bonus to hit? Is it plus, plus five. Alright, so two hooves and one horn? Yes, sir. Miss hoof, miss hoof, yuck. 15 with the horn? There's probably back attacks on all of these. Yes, it is, uh, which makes a 15 a hit. Um, it, uh, it just does d12. It doesn't, there's no, like, charge bonus or anything. Um, typically, the unicorn does have a charge bonus. I don't know how. Opponent struck by a charging unicorn suffer three to thirty-six points of damage. Yeah. So three d twelve. That's horrifying. Uh, unicorns may not attack with their front hooves in a round in which they charge. Okay. Well, they missed anyways. But okay. Okay. So I charge down one of the one of the bugbears, doing twenty points of damage. The bugbear is impaled upon the unicorn horn. Its blood runs down the horn onto the skeletal creature. Uh, it gives out a gurgling cry as the two other bugbears try and scatter and split, one to the left and one to the right. Yeah, do I... Uh, we'll um, need an initiative roll. Yeah. Twelve. Uh, they go first. Okay. They split. One left, one right. Okay. Uh, you can't um, take them both. I think I I stop, actually. I let them run. I pull out my amulet. I hope the bugbear is still in the negatives as I, like, 
Is it still just like impaled on the unicorn? So I don't even need to dismount to just like stick the amulet in whatever hole is there and attempt to remove its soul. You remove its soul. Do I just get one soul or do you I get, get multiple? one soul? Ah, gotta find more of them trolls. Um, and if I can spend the rest of the round like removing the bugbear from my unicorn or commanding the unicorn to shake the bugbear off of it. Yeah, it's not too hard. Um, and I think after a minute or so of fussing with this, like the bugbear has disappeared into the into the woods. Gone. You can hear uh, one of them crashing in the distance, but they've had a, a good two minutes head start on you now. Yeah. I turn back around and go to inspect the body. It is a... So at this point, I, I dismount. Right. I leave, I leave, turn the unicorn around so it's facing the direction the bugbears went mm-hmm. and crouch down on the ground, turn the body over. It is a young woman, maybe 23 years of age. She dead? Oh, yeah. Is she, does she stink? Like, is she, like, long dead? or No, no, recently dead. dead. Uh, there is a wound in her belly. It looks like maybe a spear wound or something. Does she look, she looks like a peasant, I assume? Yeah, some sort of peasant. Is she armed or anything? Like, does she seem like the kind of woman that would be wandering around the wood? Like, does she look like a woodsman? A woodswoman? Kind of. She has a basket on her hip uh, that is filled with, it's got a couple of fish in it and some, looks like wild lettuce and wild strawberries. Mm-hmm. I, okay. I'll go ahead and toss whatever had spilled out of the basket back into it mm-hmm. um, and check her body for wealth. You find a few copper pieces. Sure. How many copper pieces? Find five copper pieces. And how many on the bugbear? Uh, ooh, good question. The bugbear... I think they do have... They do actually tend to carry yeah. some small wealth. Um, the bugbear has nine silver and 13 gold. Cool. Take the wealth and nothing else of note on the, on the woman. All right. Um, for a second, I think about taking a lock of hair in case I want a past life, but I, I, looking at the wound in her gut, it's probably pretty obvious what happened. Yeah. Um, so I mount back up and looks like I've got dinner. The, the, the fish. The oh, fish and the lettuce. Oh. You're a monster. Wow. One of us is a monster, and I don't think it's me. Excuse me, I just avenged this poor woman's death. Okay. And banished the poor bugbears to the well of souls for all eternity. Something like that. Uh, how many, is your amulet fully charged? Uh, yes, yep, yep, yep. That's okay. why, yeah, that's why I paused, between rounds I paused to check my amulet charges and that's why I decided to stop and harvest the soul instead of yeah. So now, I, yeah, all you need is a, a magic. Sorry, go ahead. All you need is a big fat diamond. No, not a diamond. Uh, whatever you call it, a uh, big gemstone to start stacking souls on souls. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't got five thousand GP to spare though. Not yet, you don't. Not yet, I don't. 
I honestly don't see that. Well, you know, actually, I mean, if I if I came upon a couple thousand GP, there's probably nothing else I would rather invest in. Casting spells at two levels higher? Pretty mm -hmm. nice. All right, I get back on my my unicorn and continue north through the tether wilds. Um, do you have supplies to stay out here for multiple days, or are you turning back at the end of the day? I do. Yeah, I've got seven days worth of rations. I've got a water skin, and now I've got. I don't even need to dig into the rations because I have a have some fresh fish and wild lettuce for tonight. make a couple of rolls here. All right. Um, More bugbears? No, 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 no. You are walking, riding gently through the hills, or the, the flatlands, as it starts to approach that hilly area. You get maybe three or four hills in. It's getting towards late afternoon. When you see the sight of what looks to be a, a young warrior, sword in hand, shield out, brazenly trying to defend itself, but turned to solid stone. Okay, so I, okay, so this is not an action shot. This is a statue. Correct. The way you described it, I thought there was a person there in the middle of a fight. Nope. Well, it might have been what it looked like instantly, but then mm -hmm. you realized what was going on. That is utterly terrifying. And I do not have a gaze reflection spell. Um, all right, I ride up to this warrior and inspect it. Uh, I'm on like high alert for anything around. Um, and I would pre will prepare an action to divert my gaze if I see anything approaching. Okay. Uh, the creature, the statue is standing there. There's all sorts of grasses and vines that have grown up around it. It's clearly quite old. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I dismount and I inspect the warrior. Mm -hmm. Does any of his equipment look interesting? Or... Well, it's all been turned to stone. Yeah. Um, so, no, not, not really. Okay. Uh, looking around, so are we like in a valley on a hill? You're in a valley between two hills. Right. In this, uh, is there anything else? Any other statues in this valley? Uh, give me a perception check. There's a lot of undergrowth around. Twenty-four. Yes, you do see. Looks to be broken bits of stone scattered all over the ground nearby. Um, some of it is under tall grass, some of it is stuck inside bushes. Um, as you look about, there must be possibly dozens of crushed statues that have been, that you wouldn't even realize were statues if not for the, the one still standing. Looking up the valley, do I see a cave at the end? You do not. Hmm. What time of day is it? You said it was getting towards late afternoon. Yes. Um, I 
chat suggests that the statue is a valuable piece of art. Worth many thousands of gold. Really? That's what chat says. Is that true? I mean, do you, do you have the appraisal skill? I don't. Um, okay. um, so I will mount back up and very cautiously ride up the valley. I probably got my eyes on the ground. My glance, literally using my peripheral to see. I don't, yeah, I kind of want to retreat if I stumble on anything, actually. But I want to, if I, I want to see if there is a cave, like, at the end of this valley or some kind of lair. As you carefully actually, ride I, up. Actually, I'm not, I ride a little ways up, and then I change my course. I want to go up the side, so, like, ride up the hill to my left or whatever to get a view up the valley. Sure. So make- As you start going up the hill, uh, mm-hmm. you notice there is a piece of worked stone um, kind of jutting out horizontally from the hill you're ascending. Say that again? There's a piece a of piece stone? A piece of worked stone jutting out horizontally from the hill that you're ascending. So if you're going up a hill and there's like a slight grade, um, there's a lot of grass and bushes and vines and trees. So about, like the foundation of a building or something? It's either a foundation of a building or the rooftop of a building or a wall that's been knocked over or... This is the, the hill that I'm riding up, isn't it? Right. So I'll stop as I'm riding up and try and inspect it. I am an engineer, so I, maybe I can try and figure out what portion of the building this is. Or um, Once you just get off and start poking around, you can I don't, clearly I see I don't think I is... dismount. I, oh, you don't? No, I don't. not unless I see something that looks worth dismounting. Um, well, from your position, maybe poking with your bronze staff to move the brush around a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, this looks like a... A, a gateway, like a not a not a curved arch, but like a square archway. But there's no entrance. You're at the top of it, so you, you would have come up this hill, and the either the front of the archway has long been covered by earth, or covered by some bushes, and you couldn't see it. But now that you're up higher, you mm-hmm. can look down and see like there's a a, sto- a flat stone piece that looks like it is the top of an archway. You can see where it comes down on either side. So if I ride around it, is there an entrance concealed by a brush? You'd have to ride around it to find out. Um, yeah, okay, I do that. Uh, hold on, yeah, I mean, I start riding, I ride like, down the hill and around, yeah. Uh, there are some very large bushes not bushes, um, ivy. There's a bunch of ivy that's kind of hanging down over this area that, now that you've realized there's the stone up there, could easily just be ivy hanging down over an open archway. Um, I, I turn to GTFO. Okay. Yeah, I get out of there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna probably make camp and come back with a gaze reflection spell. Um, is, as I leave, I do want to perception check the area for footprints. Or I mean, I mean, perception check. Look for footprints, or drag marks, slither marks, what have you. Twenty-seven. Um, you don't see any footprints, but mm. you do see some um, shed lizard skin, or snake skin, or something like that. Hmm. Yeah. Can I, do I have any, God, I heard rumors, I think I heard rumors of a basilisk in the Soggy Hills. Does that sound correct? 
Are you pleading the fifth here? I'm pretty sure I heard about a, about a basilisk, but who knows? What else could turn something to stone? A Medusa, a Gorgon, which are, I think the same thing. Was it Dungeons and Dragons that made the Gorgon the weird? Uh, they fucked it up. Uh, I think maybe Gorgon has another mythological history besides Medusa's, but Medusa was a Gorgon in Greco-Roman yeah. mythology. And now mm-hmm. Ma- now Gorgons are some weird, like, iron ox mm-hmm. that turns you to stone with its gas breath weapon. Yeah. Which... Whatever. Super dumb. Okay. Um, cool. Yeah, so I'm gonna... I'm gonna retreat... Um, and I, I think I'm going to go try and find a nice spot to camp, probably a couple miles from here. I guess, I mean, I'm going to summon my tiny hut, so I'm not too concerned. But if I can find, like, a water source, like a creek or a, a small pond or something to fill up my water and cook a dinner at. Mm-hmm. Okay. You make, uh, you move off and find a spot to make camp. Mm-hmm. Um, how far did you say you were going away? Um, I was... I was saying a couple miles, but I'm actually, I mean, I'm, I'm planning on conjuring a tiny hut at some point, so if I find a good campsite closer, it's probably not a big deal. Sure, you find a campsite a mile and a half away. Okay, sounds good. Um, so, yeah, so I'll leave my phantoms, my... Huh. There's no one up to... There's no one in the in the soggy hills that is up to... that it's not up to nefarious deeds, right? Right. The Soggy Hills are known as the untamed section okay. of Arcadia. Like, I command my minotaur to charge and impale anyone that comes within within range. Okay. As I, like, start a fire, grill some fish, make a salad. Um, spell am I going to ditch for gaze reflection? I'll probably play with a feather fall that night. Mm-hmm. I burn a feather fall and like practice jumping around, jumping off trees and things. I am a kid after all. Hmm. Okay. So I cook dinner, um, and then when it's about time for bed, I will conjure a tiny hut. Okay. And sleep in it. The night passes uh, uninterestingly. Mm -hmm. Uneventfully, that's the word I'm looking for. Okay. Um, Next morning... Next morning. It, uh, all, all I'll need to memorize is that gaze reflection, I guess, right? And your deep pockets and... My deep pockets and my... I guess there's no reason to conceal alignment, but I do it anyways. Okay. Um, I probably eat leftover fish salad for breakfast. Mm. Maybe supplemented with, uh, with rations if I'm running low. Delicious. 
The unicorn doesn't impale anyone in the night? It does not. Okay. And so I mount back up and head towards this entrance, this cave. Hey, you find the entrance very quickly again after you know uh, riding for a mile and a half or so. Valley's not too hard to find. The statue gives you a nice reference point to find this archway again. Mm-hmm. And the ivy still covers it all. How high does the structure look? Seven feet tall? Eight feet tall? So if I'm dismounted, the unicorn can walk with me in there? Yes. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so maybe I should have memorized more gaze reflections. Is it la- it's gonna last it lasts ten minutes. Nah eleven if you use a soul. Nah, worth it. So I don't think I'm gonna cast it just yet. Maybe worth casting a shield before I walk in there. I don't know. Um I'm not gonna cast it just yet. I will dismount though and walk alongside my unicorn. Um, I'm looking like at my feet, more or less. Okay. Um, and I, yeah. Once on the other side of the vines, it's quite dark okay. in here. They block most of the light. Yeah. So I've got my my continual my staff with the orb of continual light. Okay. Um, and I use that to push the vines apart. Okay. And me and the unicorns step in. Uh-huh. Read the dimensions of the hallway, noting that Seven I am and a half feet high. Four and a half feet wide. Um, the ground is covered in dirt, but the walls and roof are stone. You presume that if you dug down, you would probably hit stone as well, but time has covered up the, the stone ground with earth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you move in 20, 30 feet or so and start to see yeah, I... large piles of guano on the ground. Okay. Um, are there any carvings on the walls? So, by the way, I'm moving. I am not really looking in front of me. Right, you're listening very intently in front of me. I'm I'm probably almost like sidestepping, so I'm like inspecting the walls to my sides and maybe the ceiling above me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, if you inspect the ceiling above you, after 15 feet, the ceiling uh, arches up and kind of opens a little bit, uh, and there are bats hanging from up there that are bothered yeah, by, your by daylight. My... Are they? They're bothered by the light? Yeah, I mean, they don't swarm, but, you know, a few of them flutter and jiggle in place. Okay. Are the turds pretty big, or is it Bakwano? It's Bakwano. Okay. Yeah. So this is the place of a pleasant, sweet aroma? Mm-hmm. Let's change the meat. Something That's creepier? I don't know if all bats have pleasant smelling shit, but at least the ones in Galita did. What bats in Galita? Um, the memories I'm thinking of are that uh, there's that, uh, it's like a overpass, like a bridge by Patterson where the bike path goes under some bridge. By Patterson? Yeah. You don't so mean you at take... Tucker's Grove, right? No, no. There's the bridge at Tucker's Grove that's got bats under it. Okay, did they smell nice too? I don't know. Okay. But the the bats if you in take the Thailand bike path like nice. east of UCSB a mile or two, it goes under a under oh, a bridge. Oh, I know what you're talking about. 
and there's a bunch of bats up there and they 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 shit roses in any case um the music gets creepier does this hall this hallway continues straight? it continues for 30 or 40 feet before it begins to open up into a larger room but before you get a chance to really investigate this larger room with your side and ground and side mm-hmm. and ceiling look you hear the shuffling of something further right, away. I, I take this opportunity to cast gaze reflection okay um, you begin to cast a spell when you hear a voice calling out who goes there stranger traveler I finished casting the spell. Okay. It is a feminine voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, your spell yeah, so I, yeah, so I cast my gaze reflection and I reply, I... I am Georg, a wizard of immeasurable power. Who are you? And I, so with my, I now have this shimmering mirror-like area of air before me, protecting me from any gaze attacks. Um, so I take this moment to look around the room and like shed my light. You have a, what is it, 60 foot radius of light? Yeah, something absurd, I think it's 60 foot radius. Um, you see standing before you, well in the light, uh, is a woman dressed in red robes tied around her with a cord and a hood pulled up over most of her face. Her hands are crossed before her, uh, tucked into the robes. You can barely make out the color of her skin, which is kind of a a pale alabaster. Uh, How high is the ceiling in this room? In this part of the room, it's maybe 15 feet high. The ceiling has opened up, the walls have opened out, and it kind of looks like this was a dome, a domed room Mm -hmm. maybe? circular in nature, maybe 30 feet across. I leave the unicorn in the doorway. Uh, How far away from me is she? Maybe 45 feet. She's on, uh, no, 30 feet. She's on the other side of the the domed circular room. Okay, yeah. So the the whole, is there an exit? Are there any exits from this room? Yes. You notice there are three other exits. One directly in front of you, one in front and to your right, one in front and to your left. You don't look like a basilisk. I am not. I am a simple woodswoman. Surprised to see Traveler here. Um, so I think I've taken a few steps towards her, but I think 30 feet is a pretty comfortable talking distance if you're suspicious, so... I stopped there. The unicorn's a few feet behind me. Or what did you say your name was? Cassandra. Cassandra. Might I say that is a very odd horse beside you. I give give a shrug. I'm sorry to intrude on into your house. I saw these statues outside and I was concerned. And the snakeskin. Hmm. Statues and snakeskin. They do not bode well for the travelers, do they? 
Is there a basilisk in this valley? There are many dangerous creatures, basilisks among them. In this dungeon? I should hope not. My life would be threatened if it was. You're not concerned that there's some stoned men outside? Just the one. I find it keeps would-be witch hunters at at bay. Does it? Well, lured me right to you. I I take a few steps towards her. Letting my staff sort of like fall more casually to my side. She takes a few steps towards you. I think you're both at like maybe 20 feet now. Mm -hmm. You don't seem to be too terrified. (laughs) My lady... I am the terror. Not that, now? not that you need be afraid. Tell me, where where is this basilisk that I might slay it? Its presence is unknown to me. I try not to seek it out. I nod cautiously. Have you not had enough travel? Would you like to stay and rest? I do not get very many visitors, and fewer still who not tremble at my sight. <laughs> Why would someone tremble at your sight? I I think I get look her up and down for the first time. Is she? She's a little bit taller than your average woman. She's like pushing six feet, um, but her robes mask pretty much anything about her. She doesn't have like a tail or anything, does she? No, she doesn't have a tail. You do. You can see sandals on her bare feet. Otherwise, bare feet. Uh, by the way, I would have. I did have to re-memorize Lemon's tiny hat this morning. But yeah, not important. All right, I don't have any good divination spells memorized at the moment. So I'm, I guess I do have my true seer ring, but tell me, why are you the? Why are you the thing to be feared? Or one to be feared? Uh, Twas said mostly in jest, but as I said, I am a... I am a wizard. I have... Necromancer, it seems. (laughs) No. A dimensionalist. This was a gift from an old friend. Well, uh, do I? St- I don't have any like fish or anything to offer. I've just got like rations and crap. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, I'm afraid I don't have any anything to offer save for dried meat and water. But I would, yeah. Well, I would very much enjoy uh, chatting with you and well. Picking your mind, you seem the most peculiar woman to make her home out here in the in the soggy hills. You seem a most peculiar man to come running when you suspect a basilisk. Say that again. You seem a most peculiar man to come running when you see a basilisk. <clears throat> uh, 
Well, truth be told, I I paused for some time to make my preparations. Like I like gesture to the glittering mirror in front of me. But it seems I have nothing to fear. At least not here. I I I want to slide, stick my hand in my pocket, and in the pocket slide the truth seer ring on. As I wait for her response, <laughs> uh, as per usual, my voice rises to a falsetto that is her lying. <laughs> Otherwise, you can assume it to be the truth. Well, what is it that you said? I forgot already. I asked if I I, I said I like prepared blah 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 before I came running, gestured to the glittering air or in front of me, but it appears I have nothing to fear here. Is, oh, is I think there are quite a few things to be afraid of here. Not just the monsters about. Tell me, does does anyone, do you, do you share this, uh, this lovely home with anyone else? I used to. Not any longer. It's just me here, all alone. I take a few more steps closer. Her red hood is still pulled low. You can kind of barely see her eyes. They're cast in shadow. Does she have any sigil or anything? No, the robes are, are pulled tight around her neck. You can't yeah. see much of her chest. No embroidering or anything like that? Um, some slight embroidering. Nothing fancy. They're not... Yeah. They're, they're fairly standard Okay. Yeah, so I, yeah, I, I take a few steps closer and I say, What are you? I am a lonely woman looking for some company. Some My boy. children have since, long since moved out. I could use the company. Hmm. Even if just for a night. I would so long to have children again. Oh, God. <clears throat> well, I don't know if I can spare that spare that much time, but I'm happy to chat with you, fill you in on news of the outside world, and perhaps in turn you can tell me the lay of the land. What do you wish to know? Well, aside from the basilisk, I'd say sort of looking around, looking to the tunnels that lead from here. Um, can I actually, I, can I look and see if there's a, if there's any drag marks on the ground or any signs of snakes or more snake skin or anything like that in the chamber? Uh, yeah, you spot a whole bunch of, definitely not lizard, but snake skin, uh, shedded snake skin back um, on the, between the, the one that's directly in front of you and in front and to your right. How many minutes has it been? It's been about seven. Um, I try to mask the fact that I noticed the snake's skin and take a few steps towards her. So aside from the uh, basilisk or, yeah, yeah, and then, yeah, and I was like looking to always. Um, the actual reason I'm in the Soggy Hills is tracking a chimera. Well, it's lair. I slew the beast in, in Misty Rapids some time back. Um, I want to get close enough to return her reflection, like to 
Yeah, like it seems, is she like avoiding eye contact with me? Or like you said you were describing the hood as like covering her. The hood her. is low. Uh, no, you, you're making eye contact with her. So if she had a gaze attack, it would be, she would be making yeah. saves against it. Yeah. You know what? I'm I'm kind of getting the heebie-jeebies. If she doesn't say something reassuring in the next minute, I'm going to activate a true seeing. I'm a chimera, chimera lair. I nod. Such a beast does live out here. Or it, did. Yeah. I've slain it. And it's, and it's treasure hoard, if it exists, is mine by right. I mean to track it down. If you have information, I will, of course, share this bounty with you. Chat's telling me gaze reflection doesn't work against all gazes, but... Don't listen to chat. <laughs> listen to your heart, Ryan. Listen to my heart. You're just trying to get me stoned. Um, she says, I... I do not know the precise location, but I know its general location. Oh, okay. It does not aff- it's not effective against creatures whose effect comes from being gazed upon, such as the Medusa. Only gaze attacks are blocked by the spell. So I guess the Medusa effect comes from looking at her hot body? Uh, looking at her snake hair. At her snake hair, okay. Yeah. So she could have snake hair hidden under the under this hood. Does she have like a big poofy afro hidden under the hood? That like does does the... there's not a big poofy afro. Mm-hmm. But like, does it look like there's something? I mean, yeah. she's got a hood on. It makes everything obscured. Yeah, I don't think Georg realizes that the whole Medusa thing comes from the snakes, though. Yeah. Okay. Um, I would be willing to make a trade. Oh, powerful wizard! She says with a, a bit of sarcasm in her voice. What do you have in mind? I told you, I want children. It gets lonely. Old. You didn't fully answer my question, I don't think. I think I ought to, to know what what you are before I agree to such an arrangement. You said you are a woman, and that I can see. You are quite feminine, but I don't think you are human. No ordinary her, woman survive out here in the wilds. Her lips part a wicked smile. So I ask again, what are you? I am one of a few. I think your kind knows mine as Medusa. So that is yours. I point to like the skin pile in the corner, acknowledging it for the first time. This, there is no basilisk in this valley. No. 
I could kill you where you stand, and yet I have not. Likewise. I know. When two creatures of our relative strengths meet, find it is in our best interest to cooperate. God. Ryan really wants to bang a Medusa, but I don't know if Georg's on board. <laughs> Go to your town. Bring me a mate. I will point you to your chimera. <clears throat> I nod thoughtfully, backing away. Um, all right. And as I'm leaving, I, I say, yeah, just a shame I wasn't your type. As I like. Oh, I will take you. I would be happy. One such as you would surely produce viable offspring. start stepping towards you slowly. I'm like, this is like, as I've already, like, I've like turned my back and I'm like leading the unicorn out the door. Mm -hmm. I pause, I think my back's still to her. And the snakes, did they join in? You ask her that? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. I can't it's tell if you're, you're making a joke or if you're, you're talking as, as Carl. Georg. I gave her my real name. Right. She doesn't have, she like, I like glance over my shoulder as she said, she, does, she doesn't have a tail. I thought they had tails. You don't see a tail, but you know, she's got these big robes. Maybe, maybe it's tucked away. Mm-hmm. She's Russian womaning her tail. What was her uh, her harness? It's hard to tell. The um, hood pulled so low. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is uh, on the upper end of average. Like the twelve thirteen area. Mm-hmm. Well, well, Cassandra, it was a pleasure to make your acquaintance. I think perhaps we shall meet again, but. Do I have cause to worry about you? <clears throat> I expect you to come in here slinging fireballs and trying to bring down my house upon my head. No, no. Mutually assured yes. destruction is not what I seek. Again, likewise. Do I have cause to, to fear you? I like, I turn 
look at her again. No. You're, I am. I am told your your visage turn a man like me, even one with arcane power, into stone. Hard as rock. Again, mutually assured destruction. But if you pose me no threat and the people of this kingdom no threat with some wiggle room. You I no will not be hunting down and destroying whole villages. But from time to time I must defend myself against the would-be heroes. He makes a nod towards the outside. Tis merely self-defense. Plus, the girl's got to eat. <laughs> Bring me a mate. One. Hopefully, you care very little about. Perhaps we can some sort of alliance. There are things out here I'm sure you would desire. There are things out there. I... Well, I think I've had enough desire for one day. It was a pleasure to meet you, Cassandra. And I, I turn around and bow deeply politely give a little curtsy with my robes <laughs> and turn and leave she says it same to you georg uh, as you take off i think we are late for our last break so let's take it and then wrap up our last few minutes of the show on the other side last 45 minutes on the other side so see you guys in a few minutes welcome back to dyson with death ladies and gentlemen georg you have left the medusa's lair cassandra's yes. lair you find yourself standing outside in the early or the late morning sun. The statue of the soldier, the hero, frozen in time, stands before you. Crumbling remains all around you, buried beneath the vines and the grasses. Did I get a feel for what? So I was looking for carvings. You said there were none, or uh, uh, we got distracted and didn't discuss the carvings. Yeah, but as I'm leaving, is anything interesting? Like, do I have uh, not for in the hallway itself? Or... But you did oh. notice some symbology in the main room. Can I roll a religion or spellcraft? Or... Do you have a religion proficiency? I have religion. I don't have history or anything. Give me a religion proficiency check, please. Is this one of those ancient temples? Twenty-four. You do not recognize any religious symbology in the room. Okay. But it is symbolic. It's not arcane, though, right? Give me a... Spellcraft? Yeah. There's a, a new non-weapon proficiency that I've added Critical. to my new non-weapon proficiency list called Arcanology. That would be perfect. Which is different than Spellcraft? Oh, okay. So it's like... Yeah. Okay. Um, we, are we just lumping that in Spellcraft for this, these purposes? Uh, I don't know. Or do you want me to use a extra proficiency slot on that? You can use one when you get one if you'd like. 
I have two spare. That I oh, have. yeah. Well, then you can grab an Arcanology proficiency if you want. I'll, we'll see. I'll you know, link I've, you the whole I've, list of non-weapon proficiencies in a bit. Oh, okay. That's that's helpful because there are a bunch. I mean, because I was thinking about taking glass blowing, which is in Spells and Magic or Tome of Magic or something, but I'm not sure if that's... Yeah, I added that to the list as well. Oh, you did? Okay. Anyways, yeah. I crit my whatever check. So even if that is a non-proficient Arcanology, I still would know if they're arcane symbols. Um. They are not arcane symbols. You don't have an ancient history proficiency, do you? I do not. Okay, yeah. You, you look at you only got a brief chance to look at all of them, and so you didn't really get any of them. Yeah. Do um, I have any thoughts on the age of this place? No, I don't. With not with such a, a cursory look. If you had maybe a couple of days to inspect the place. And okay. really, really look into it. You might be able to figure it out, but not just by walking in. Okay. All right. So I leave and I mount up. Um. And it's still early in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um. A little shaken by that provocative encounter. Um. Sort of agonizing over the break with Neil. I, I don't. I'm. I don't feel like kidnapping someone and giving them away as a sex slave to this Medusa. Georg's morals are somewhat questionable, but I, that's that's still something that makes him queasy. Um, and I'm, he's not sure himself if he wants to hook up with this creature, not necessarily out of fear, although that's part of the equation, but that's probably on the pros side of things. But I don't know if that's just Ryan projecting his own, his own quirks onto poor Georg. We'll see. I'm I'm remaining non-committal. I'm gonna. I think I will spend the day still searching the soggy hills to see if I can make heads or tails of this place myself. Okay. Um. Although the, the the temple seems quite interesting as well, so maybe this maybe this Cassandra is a person to well to befriend. Mm. If you know what I mean. So I continue north-ish into the soggy hills atop my steed. Okay. Um, north-ish? Yeah, that's where I've been going. Okay. okay. Why does that surprise you? Because I somehow I thought you were going to head into town. Uh, but, you know, for, you were just saying that you weren't interested in that, so I don't know why I'm surprised otherwise. I mean, I'm considering it, but yeah, yeah. I don't feel very. I don't. Yeah, I feel good about slavery as an institution. Eric's not that evil. Yeah, I. Yeah, sure. I'll enslave a soul for all eternity, but mortal life is sacred. Or something. <laughs> He's a young man. His morality is not set in stone quite yet. Okay. Um, you search about for the rest of the day. You don't find anything monstrous. You do see plenty of non-monstrous animals. You run across creeks, um, small lakes. I wouldn't even call it a lake. Like ponds, some swampy, marshy areas. Mm-hmm. Um, Plenty of overgrowth and undergrowth and just 
untamed wilds, but nothing, nothing too interesting. Just beautiful vistas and nature at its finest. Mm-hmm. Eventually, the day comes to a close. Um, You're not sure hold exactly on, hold where. On. You are. I don't want to. I don't want the day to come to a close yet. I'm wrestling with. Well, I think I may want to circle back down before the end of the day and not make it that far north. Well, actually, I mean, that actually doesn't move that far north. That's weird. Although I am moving at, I may am moving at like half speed through these hills. Yeah, I mean, it's rugged terrain. It's, mm-hmm. so you're not moving at 24. You're moving probably at eight, actually, through these hills. Eight? Yeah, because it's, you know, okay. there's a lot of up and down, plus there's a lot of overgrowth. So it's, you're moving at like one third movement speed over land. I'm estimating eight, but that's about right. Heavy brush or forest is two thirds movement rate. Uh, rocky or rugged ground is one half movement rate. So. Chat, I, I have not been following the conversa- conversation, but here's some here's some sick bastards. So sick that I can't I can't even the YouTube viewers cannot handle how disturbing your conversation is. I can't I can't even can't even. I think uh, it's a role playing cop out, but I feel like I need Gare to make a willpower check to decide where to spend this night. Do it. That's not a role-playing cop-out. That's a legitimate thing to do. No, he passes. He's, he's, no. I continue north, and I spend the night alone in my tiny hut. Oh, you were going to name I'm prob- probably haunted by dreams of the Medusa's lair. I fantasize about showing her all of the extra-dimensional spaces that that only I have seen. Showing her my rope trick. Your pointy hat trick. <laughs> pointy hat trick. Very secret I diaries. Was robe and pointy hat. Uh, yeah. You guys haven't read the Tolkien's very secret diaries. You should. <laughs> yeah, a good you way absolutely. to kill an afternoon. <laughs> a whole afternoon? No, I mean... There's a lot to cover. I haven't, I haven't read those in like a decade, I don't think, since they were first a thing. Not since we first saw them. Yeah. God, that actually was a decade ago. No, not yeah. quite. Almost. No, that was a decade ago. Yeah. That was... More than a decade. Well, yeah. More that. than a decade ago. That was like 12 years ago. Oh yeah, my God. we're old. We've been on the internet for way too long. <laughs> Guys. All right. Uh, you make your tiny hut appear mm-hmm. um, and go to sleep. Yep. Uh, the Minotaur, or not the Minotaur, the unicorn is outside of the hut with orders to impale anyone and hopefully wake me up with the racket. <laughs> Um, I feast on jerky and water that day. I will go ahead and erase a day's worth of rations. I assume finding clean water in the soggy hills isn't a huge issue. Uh, it's not a 
huge issue, but I, I've got a water skin. I can I, at some point during the day I can find like fresh flowing water to fill Yeah, it I mean they are the soggy hills for a reason. There's a lot of water here. Okay. Um, that's yeah, that'll be fine. I actually need to keep up the. I wonder. So I'm moving right eight. I wonder if it'd be better to just to do a flyover of the soggy hills. Okay, today is the when you wake up. It mm -hmm. is the second of August. It is hot as hell. It's like 91, 92 degrees out. Not in my tiny hut, it isn't. Mm -mm. Um, and there is a, a thick fog blanketing everything when you wake up. Get out of your hut. Mm -hmm. Do I get experience for casting that gaze reflection even if it didn't do anything? No. This is going to be a low XP session, dude. All right. Um, all right, in lieu of gaze reflection, what was I memorizing? And burning hands, I guess. I will cast my usual conceal alignment and my golden needle, my, what you call it? My deep pockets. Get packed up for the day. The Minotaur didn't spear anything in the night, or the, the unicorn didn't spear anything in the night. Mm -mm. Uh, I think I'm going to mount up and sort of head west. Yeah, west, and then cut south. Okay. Um, let's look at the map. Still in the soggy hills, but like heading out of towards this way. Sure. As you crest one hill and come back down it into that valley where you see that the forest gets uh, much thicker, you see down in the valley there are four, down in the valley fourish. Creatures, um, they're obscured by the shadows in the woods. They have, they're, they're quite large, maybe nine feet tall. Ooh. Maybe ogres, maybe trolls. It's hard to tell, um, but there are a few of these things kind of hanging out on the edge of the shadows. Um, I try and get a good vantage from atop a hill, and atop uh, a hill only obscures your vantage because they're in the trees. I'm a badass wizard. I'll ride down towards these creatures. Okay. Alright, you approach on Unicorn back. And as you get closer, the creatures seem to have lined up almost along the maybe 15 feet in the woods. Mm -hmm. They are roughly 9 feet tall thin, gaunt, long arms that drape to the ground, kind of dragging their knuckles. They're hunched over a little bit. Their skin is this kind of modded, nasty green. They've got elongated noses, sharply pointed ears, um, just ridiculously shaped jaws that have just come out too much. Uh, rolls. Rolls, indeed. They kind of stand there hulking, moving up and down with their heavy breathing watching you as you slowly ride in their direction. Um, I stop as soon as I kind of, as soon as I recognize what they are. Yeah, you're at 120 feet. 
Mm-hmm. Double souls. A writhing hair-like mass grows out of the back of their skull in a greenish-black color. There's four of them? Five? Four? God, I want a Hard troll speed. farm. Need a troll farm. Their dull, sunken black eyes loom at you from within their deep skull, uh, deeply socketed eye socket. Um, each of their legs ends in giant three-toed feet, their arms and wide, powerful hands and sharp claws. I came here for some experience, didn't I? They start to grumble to one another. You can can't pick out the words because you don't speak I, troll. You know, I feel like I should be able to pick out bits and pieces. So they, troll speak is an amalgam of, of ogre and goblin. I speak common, orc, giant ogre. goblin, orc, and hobgoblin, and you speak... I speak, I speak orc, ogre, hobgoblin, and common. So I probably can pick out bits and pieces. I, I, not that I necessarily think that I... I mean, yeah. Not Give me that um, I, a perception check to see if you can pick out any of the things they're saying. I mean, I think I'm too busy, like, measuring geometries in my mind, trying to figure out how best to shoot a lightning bolt at all four of these guys. But, yeah. 25, I do pick Yeah, out. you can pick out some words here. Uh, you pick out the word for skeleton and horse. Mm-hmm. Uh, you pick out the word for uh, meaty or not meaty, more specifically. Um, mm-hmm. You pick out the word for strange, the word for hungry, the word for not hungry. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to debate whether or not they can eat me, <laughs> more or less, whether they can eat the horse. What language is meat in? Is it, goblin. Is it goblin. Hobgoblin. Hobgoblin, yeah. So I've sort of parked 120 yards away. 120 feet. 120 feet away. Trolls are evil creatures, correct? Not that that. Chaotic evil. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it seems that their discussion has ended. Uh, the trolls start lunging towards you. Yeah, yeah. I've already, yeah. Lightning bolt. All right. Let's uh, roll some initiative. Really? Really? Uh, you didn't say lightning bolt until I said yeah. they start lumbering towards you, so. I said lunging. Lunging, lumbering, whatever. I assume they're doing calisthenics. I think lightning bolt, initiative three, yeah. So, eight. Initiative three? <laughs> so strong! So you describe them as in a line. I, yes. You, you said in a line. I said right? they had lined up, yes. Okay. Side by side. We don't have a battle map, but... All right, so I assume I go first? Uh, no! They beat an eight. One of them does. Size large. One of them beats an eight. Um, so one of them comes racing towards you, breaking away from the others before you get a chance to get your spell off. Mm-hmm. Um, 120 feet. They move at movement rate 12, so they can close and attack. Uh, it comes racing towards you and reaches out with its long arms to rend the neck of your skeletal horse. Your skeletal mount. 
Not my horse. I think it has initiative or AC. 18? Is it 18? What is a bronze plate? I don't know that we act. Did we? I think we had determined your skeletons were AC 18. Okay. And I'm content to make the unicorn AC 18 as well. Yeah, I think the unicorn base is higher, but like if it's. Uh, yeah, it's unicorn probably... base is 18, so the bronze okay. plate will add plus one, so 19. Okay, so it should be 19. Yeah. Alright, so it makes three attacks against your unicorn at plus seven each. Uh, miss, miss, and hit with its. Chad is saying AC 20 according to some notes, so maybe we did. What notes are you guys talking about? Uh, unless that someone can prove otherwise, it's AC 18. Um, like they're all, it's got a, where is? The claw comes down and rends your unicorn for five points of damage. Uh, are trying to find if there's anywhere in the spreadsheet where we have this, uh, there we go, Bronton, unicorn. I don't know where they're... See, this is why I don't like having chat as, like, a, a fact-checker, because oftentimes there is no basis yeah, for it. And we spend have... more time trying to see if chat is right than not. Yeah. I was trying to find if there's anywhere in the spreadsheet where I can keep track of my unicorns' is HP. there is uh, yeah okay whatever um so i guess we should roll unicorn hp do you have the page still open yeah uh, unicorns have four, four five hit dice right five hold on let me uh, double check so i had three gnolls three right which each have two that's a four plus four for a unicorn okay so does it get the full four plus four or is it just four four plus four yeah Oh. Ooh, all right, so it takes five from the troll bite before your lightning bolt gets off. All right. Um, are the other three still in, like, a line charging behind it, or do they... Um, there are... There's, like, a line of do three and then one behind from that. So, yeah, you rolled individual initiative for them, right? I did. Should I roll individual initiative for the unicorn? Uh, sure. Or how does commanding skeletons in combat work? Do I need to give up a turn to command? No, I fear just going to let the unicorn act on its own and fight on its own and just kind of ride it around. I mean, I, you don't I, have to worry about anything. But if you want to control it and tell it to attack exactly here and exactly no, there. But I, I, yeah, okay. Yeah. So thir- 13 is when the unicorn will retaliate. So the other three I can hit with a lightning bolt? So there's three. There's the one that charged first, then there's mm-hmm. three more, and then there's one behind them. Um, so there's five total. Five total, yes. So I can hit the three with one line of lightning bolt. Yeah, if you double fork it so it's ten feet wide, you can hit three. Okay, so that's what I do. All right. I pull out my glass rod, rub my little fur on it. Twenty-two points of damage. Give me a saving throw versus spell for each of them. Okay. The first troll makes it save. Um, 11? It doesn't get penalties to its save, does it? 
Uh, I don't think so. Why would it? Uh, sometimes no. the spell dictates that. Uh, lightning bolt's pretty straightforward. Okay, no. no. The first one passes. Uh, fails, I mean. The second one fails. And the third one fails. Yeah, they all fail. You said 22 20 points of damage points? each. That is a lot. Um, that is... 16, 20, 22. Okay, so the first one doesn't quite die. Okay. 22 to the second one. A lot of math here, guys. Hold on. And... 27 minus 22 is 20 is 5 and the third one that gets hit by the bolt takes thank you Evan I found yeah he found a way to add notes to the sheet so that I can keep track of minion HP and such They take the damage from the lightning bolt. Um, and I think those guys, those guys that got struck, are immediately making morale checks. Uh, pass. Pass. No, wait, that's a fail. And. That is a. So one pass and two fails. So two of the wounded trolls immediately break, stop their charge, turn, and book it, having been blasted by this lightning bolt. Um, the one wounded one and the one behind him come forward. One goes after the horse, one goes after you. Okay. Um, the wounded one goes straight for you, making his three attacks against they you. They both go before 13. Uh... Actually, I don't even. Yeah, I don't actually know if the the unicorn will do much versus trolls, but we'll see. Uh, one of them. Three of three of the remaining four go before the unicorn. Okay. Um, so I'll just pick which one goes last. Uh, two that run. So one of the ones that's fleeing goes at last. So. Uh, the wounded one that comes to rip you apart and try and tear you from your unicorn. AC 12. That is not good for you. How many How many attacks does he get? Three attacks at plus seven each. Okay. How many hit? All three. Um, three charges of stone What Was your AC down. just 12? 10. Oh, you have, you have stone skin. Yeah, yeah. AC okay. 10, and I've got a plus Woo! two ring of protection. Because they rolled a natural 17, 18, and 19 on their attacks. I have five charges of stone skin, so uh, that dinks down three. I was looking at this, and I'm like, I think Ryan's dead, but that stone <laughs> skin just saved your life. Yeah. Um, the other one attacks a, the unicorn with a two hits, a claw and a bite hit. I'm losing the unicorn right here right now, aren't I? Maybe. And there's no way to heal this poor guy. 
needed my phantom steed. It takes 18 points of damage. The unicorn crumbles to dust beneath me. Bronze coated dust beneath you. And they really all beat AC 13. Even with large creatures of like a five to their initiative, correct? Uh, at plus six. Oh, plus six. Okay, yeah. so the unicorn would have been AC 14. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, uh, they rolled much better. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. your unicorn rolled an eight. It's much easier. It's yeah. pretty easy to beat an eight. Yeah. Uh, and then the unicorn's gone. The last one goes who's fleeing. Mm-hmm. And we roll initiative for next round. I need to roll well here. I need to roll really well here. Nice. Six. There's no way they can beat that. Uh, literally no way to beat that. Back, foul beasts! As I pull my oaken staff from my pocket and cast Thunderstaff. Um, so that should hit. There's how many in front of me? Four in front of me? Three in front of me. I need to look. So the spell on the website is fucked, isn't it? I don't think I so. In any case, they need to make a save versus save for half. Or save, right? Yeah, they need to make a saving throw. They need to make a saving throw. They all fail. Okay, so they're all stunned for D3 plus one rounds. All right. God, my unicorn. Uh, stunned for D3 rounds and okay. deafened for D3 plus one. Uh, I will roll the D3 in secret as they are all reeling from this attack. Um, those feel hurled. Those... So they take... They take D44 plus four damage. Divided by two, or is yes, it? Yes, they are hurled forty-four plus four feet and take half damage from that. Okay, sixteen feet. They take eight damage. Uh, two of them collapse to the ground, unconscious or dead. God, my unicorn! My poor unicorn! Um, where is Miss? Uh, the last one. I need to really. Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Yeah, two of them. There were five. Right, right, right. Okay, cool. How much damage? They took eight? Mm-hmm. I should have taken my phantom steed. The unicorn is gone. Okay, uh, that ends that round. They are all stunned. Uh, okay. You don't have to roll initiative next round because they are all still stunned this next round. Uh, and by all still stunned, I mean two of them are dead. The one remaining that's not dead is stunned. Um, I'm taking the remainder of the previous round to contemplate to myself whether it's worth trying to bring troll bits back with me for experiments or to just torch them all for XP right here and right now. 
too dangerous to try and bring back some some troll toes and make my own troll farm. I mean, I guess best case scenario is I get some souls, double souls, probably not worth it. And considering they're on the encounter table, I can probably wander around the soggy hills and find trolls anytime I want, anytime I'm willing to sacrifice a a steed. Um, So I use a burning hands. I just create a massive funeral pyre for these unconscious trolls. I don't know if they're all, are they all within burning hands radius where they are? 120 feet, five, no, you can hit two. No, no, hold. Uh, 120 arc, five feet deep. Okay. So yeah, there were three trolls around you. They got, oh no, they got pushed back 16 feet. Um, since they were all pushed back 16 feet, you can only hit one at a time. Okay, um... They're probably too big to drag, aren't they? Mm-hmm. They're nine feet tall. They must weigh many hundreds of pounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably tough to dimension door those things around. God, I even got a phantom steed memorized. Fucking unicorn. Stinking cloud do. All right, I, I, I guess if, I can only hit. There's only I can only hit one with the burning hands. Well, because they got Nick hit pushed back 16 feet. Yeah. So even if they were all kind of next to each other, now they're well more than. Okay, well, know, five I feet torch apart. the one for I think 18 points of damage. Is that right? And I hopefully start a big pyre that I try to get the rest of them burnt with. I don't know how you're going to burn the others. Uh, But you do catch one of them on fire. Is this one of the dead ones or the conscious but stunned one? One of the stunned ones. There's only one stunned one. Um, So you hit the stunned one with the burning hands. Okay, wait, the others are dead, but... Yeah, like they've been ripped apart by the the thunder staff and the lightning bolts. Okay. All right, then I pull out Carl and start like disassembling, like cutting off troll part, cutting off troll heads. But, but hold on, in this round you are hitting. Okay, so in this round, I do the burning hands. The burning hands on the living but stunned one. The living but stunned one. Okay, yes. so it takes eighteen points of damage. I'm saying no save because it was stunned. Um. um. All right, it does not die by the burning hands. Okay. Um, mm, and I'll okay. need an initiative roll for you from next round. From they the wake up on round two. They're still blinded. Still blinded, but the stun wears off after two rounds. Uh, that was only one round. Yeah, but it lost its attack on the round that you stunned it. No. Okay. Okay. Um, hold on a second. Magic missile is one. Five. Ooh, uh, you go first. So I'm shooting off a volley of magic missiles. Is there only there's so there's only I can clearly see that a bunch of them are like burst or cut to pieces. Where oh yeah, like ripped apart thunder. by the thunder staff. Like okay. you know, its arm is semi-detached. Its chest is ripped right. open. And I'm using the full magic missile on this the, one, on the burning one, the burning one. Five D four plus five. I don't think so. This is an actual. This is the first time I'm actually casting my own magic missile. I think it's only 44. 44. 44 plus four. At least for one more level. Actually, no. I I use a soul. You use soul, okay? To, yeah, because I'm about to harvest some better souls, anyways. Nice. 
5d4 plus 5, not plus 4, 18 points of damage. Nice. That guy. That definitely brings it down to negatives. Okay. So I draw Carl the next round and like begin removing troll heads first from the bodies around and like just like throwing trolls in the fire. If the fire starts to die down, I collect some wood. I hope no one like gets resurrected in the time that it takes me to like build a fire and burn these troll corpses. Um, and I, I collect a soul. I think, yeah. So I, and I want to collect a soul at some point in there. Do we need to like break it down round by round, or do they start regenerating? Uh, they regenerate 3 HP per round, but I think if you're standing over them, keeping them from regenerating, you can do more than D4 plus 1 damage with Carl per round. You know, like, uh, it's a troll okay. that's lying there. Like, you could just hack its throat open, and then its throat stitches itself back together in a few rounds, and you just rip it open again. Yeah. I'm not worried about okay. it. Alright, yeah, I think I can handle it. So I will, I will put in two souls, correct? Yes. Yeah, you get the I'm... purple lights as you harvest the soul from one troll, and then its body stops regenerating immediately. Okay. And then the rest, I actually, I could probably just use this to finish them off instead of creating a crazy funeral pyre. How would you use that to finish them off? Because it harvests their souls instead of oh. burning them alive. Yeah. I think I, yeah. I think I probably only harvest the one soul and then just burn the rest. Okay. It takes you a while unicorn. to create a couple of funeral pyres because the trolls are too heavy to move or next you yeah. could like rip off yeah, limbs. I was chopping them off, chopping them into pieces with yeah. Carl and burning them maybe it, I think it was actually easier to can I what can I I actually want to want to experiment real quick as I'm realizing how difficult it is to chop them into pieces if I've got souls in the amulet can I use it to remove souls from a creature even if there's nowhere to store it like, can I kill the troll with the amulet if there's no space to put the soul that is an interesting question. So I try to do that. Like, can I just send the soul straight to, like, whatever, to Falumbra or wherever this amulet links to? Actually, I've never, maybe there's, like, some pocket dimension full of souls somewhere. Or... I had not considered this question. Well, consider it right now. All right, Carl, uh, Georg. You've drained the soul from one troll. You go mm -hmm. over to the so other. I'm, so I'm mad we're at the other. I'm like chopping, I like start, like I start sawing off its head and I realize how inconvenient it's gonna be to try and like cut this troll into bite-sized pieces to get to the funeral pyre. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I try, pull out the amulet and I try to, try to remove the soul of this creature when there's not necessarily anywhere to put it. The purple lights start to glow around your forearm, kind of blopping in and out of existence. Your hand is covered in this greenish troll's blood, um, and a, a haze begins to cover your eyes, kind of like a, a reddish, bluish haze overcomes you. Um, your head starts to swim, kind of like you're fainting, or you stood up too fast. Um, and before you know it, you're, you're moving. You're running. You're running into the woods. You're not sure what's happening, but you're only vaguely aware of your body. It's kind of like watching someone else do something. And no saving throw versus spell? <laughs> no saving throw versus spell. No saving throw at all. And you just start taking off. Am I afraid? Or have I like been 
I've you're been possessed. Only really, that's kind of like a dreamlike state. You're not really. I mean, you're aware of what's going on, but you're not really aware of making actions or decisions. So actually, so there's two trolls regenerating behind me, correct? Maybe. Well, maybe I, only on. one. You're not sure, but we're going to end our session today, correct? What? We're ending our session today. We're going to end our session today with I, Georg in this fugue state, booking it through the woods with a dagger in hand. Just rawr, rawr, rawr. damn it! Never ask your DM hard questions because they'll just they'll just leave you on a cliffhanger with a, a weird ending and a pile of dead min, dead unicorn bones. But you do survive, so we can give you experience. Experimenting with magic is dangerous stuff, guys. All right. Um, while I tally up experience from monsters and things, let's see. Have anything that we need to discuss while uh, we're doing I that? Cast twelve spell levels. That's like half what I usually cast. Oh, 13 spell levels. Sorry. Takes a little while for the spreadsheet to update sometimes. RIP Unicorn. Oh, man. That's such a letdown. Yeah. And once uh, once you've animated something, you can't animate it again. Correct. Mundo. It, it was a little OP. And I'm actually, I, I didn't want to mention this as the player. But I'm pretty sh like I, I'm pretty. I don't know that monster skeletons worked as generously as we allowed them to. In terms of like letting it have all of its usual natural attacks and charge bonuses, I don't know. Mon yeah, I don't know. There might be a separate. Is there a separate spell to animate monsters? Yes, there is an anime maybe. Yeah, so I think we might have like gone a little off, off book with letting me. No, animate. there's not an animate monster. There's not. Oh, there's a is there, oh, there's a charm monster. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, no, Animate Dead does talk about uh, Monster animating skeletons. monsters. Okay. Yeah. Doesn't matter that the unicorn HP was low. Chat it, it like that 18 damage would have killed it even if it had like max HP. Torn to pieces by the by the trolls. Okay, so that's monster experience, which is a lot. Um, Plus, there was no explicit quest experience. Um, the Medusa and like discovered that little area. I oh, I will give you discovery and Medusa interaction experience. That was pretty cool. Um, get experience for flirting with your DM. Pro tip. Get experience for doing interesting things, basically. Anything interesting done, experience for that. Um, uh, the troll souls give how many souls do they give? Two. Just two? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um you plus how much did you get for spell levels? Did the, what, hold on a second. Evan points out that skeletons should take half damage from slashing and piercing. Do the trolls deal slashing with their claws? Who do slashing with their claws? They do. Claws are type S. And Would might, that keep your thing alive? It might. Yeah, but then um, your your Thunderstaff would have killed it. I didn't Thunderstaff my own unicorn. I Thunderstaffed in front of it. 
Yeah, but the Thunderstaff is AOE, 360. But from like the, you don't, if you cast, you don't, now what? I mean, do, look, do we want to go back and retcon like you would have been then on your Thunder, on the Unicorn when you're Thunderstaffing? Which I've done before, or I've done for my Phantom Seed before. I mean, I had to, the staff has to hit the ground, but remember I could like tap it on the ground? Yeah, That's but I'm I, saying the Thunderstaff should hit whatever you're writing. Didn't last time. I don't, that seems crazy to me. It's an AOE starting. It's like a cone from the cast. Oh, it's a cone. It's, I, okay, I thought it was a, a 360. No, 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 it's a no, cone. No, 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 no. It's a 5 by 20 by 40 cone. Oh. Yeah, if troll claws do slashing damage, so, then... Let's, let me take a look. So the troll had... The, it did it had six 16 and... HP, so it took 5 initially. It which would have been... Yeah. Which would have been rounded down to two. Right. So it would have had 14. Then it did. And then you dealt 18, which would have been nine. Mm -hmm. So it's alive. Alive. There's no way to heal it. Nope. But it's alive. Um, and it's just standing there as I run off crazy into the woods. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Right. There was no extra attacks that would. I think like one of them attacked me. So. Uh, yeah, but that's all fine. Right. So bronze unicorn should take half damage from slashing and piercing. Yes. No way to heal it. So it is a very fragile skeletal unicorn that I'll probably never take out again. How many spell levels did you get? 13. So 650 XP. Okay. Thank you, Evan. Not only did you make this beautiful spreadsheet, but you saved our lovely unicorn. Uh, Neil is so salty about that. Look at all the salt on my face. I can't take it. <laughs> um, I love that it was like, oh, you're right. The monsters wouldn't have killed it, but you would have killed it, right? You would you would have killed it with your with your own AOEs. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so times ten percent shield research bonus. I got that already. Okay. Uh, total experience gained by Georg is a whopping fifteen thousand seven hundred and eighty-five experience. Including 10%? Including 10%. Those trolls gave a lot. Well, hell yeah. Damn, that is really close to getting me to level 9. Uh, how many did you do that? 15? Uh, 15785. I'll I probably hit level 9 ne next session. I'm like less... I'm like 1,000 away. Oh, shit. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm at... Ooh, someone's saying that it's actually three souls for the troll. I don't remember. I have to go and take now, a look at my I'm notes. pretty sure it was two last time, but... can't remember. So I'm at 133,847.5 out of 135,000. I think three is right. Something in my mind just resonates with three. I yes. Feel like I shouldn't argue. Trolls have three. I, I found it in my notes. Okay. I, th I thought the last time I only got two, but I'll, I'll, oh, I will gladly take a Trolls have three. Thing. Good job, Bassmaster. What other creatures have more than one? That's to find them. We'll have to find them. If I survive whatever this possession is. I'm super curious. Did I turn into a troll? Like, did I become the troll? Did I eat the troll's soul? We're going to have to find out next week on Dicing with Death. See you, you guys bastard. later. Bye-bye. Hold the way. Oh, okay.